0: Let's go, cool kids stuff to the front. Cool Two sweet sound for the click for the you are worth Gotta give the people with I'm
1: that. Out out. Gotta get ready K quick.
0: Yeah, I'm up next what? on the front. We cut, cut the head off a stick. You're gonna well
1: be single the for the rest of your life.
0: No <laughs> like that, on the Look at the heat. We stay Whole new swag with a price on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. On, so Better turn recognize that shit up. on the map, I get like no bitches. I like, damn, damn. like <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary their baby moms, baby dadders, and everybody in between. Welcome back to the Gresh Unleashed podcast. Joining me for the very first time officially is someone who is Quite frankly, one of the hardest workers in the game that I've I've had the pleasure of meeting. He is none other than Phoenix and Nitro.
1: What is good with you, brother? Yo, that's quite the intro you done gave me. The hardest. Well, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I yeah, mean, you know, I appreciate it. You know, know, I pay I attention. I pay attention. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, it is. It is what it is. I mean, I would say you're the hardest worker because, you know, you had to work your ass down at SummerSlam to come say it was good. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> well, uh, th- those stairs. Oh, my God. I had to climb oh, the stairs because the elevator
0: was taking 20 years to get to my level. I said, fuck that. Let me just go ahead and jog.
1: <laughs> Bro, it, dude, that was that that building was fucking pa- like I know there was only like half filled, but even half filled. That shit was so busy. I I ain't never been in a stadium like that before. That was the I first believe, time I was in something like that. I
0: believe that was my first... No, I was in the Georgia Dome when I was a kid. Oh, word for what? For,
1: I believe it was Disney on Ice. Shit. oh shit yeah because i'm like i i'm from like an hour out like i was born from like an hour out of atlanta so i don't i never got to go to a dome show i don't, the most i ever did was the phillips arena i'm never uh-uh. calling it anything else than the phillips no. arena no, the, the state the farm arena.
0: arena or the mercedes no, ben- no the georgia <laughs> dome people who know who
1: from atlanta yeah. or yeah. near Atlanta, <laughs> that's the georgia you know? dome <laughs> Ain't nothing else. I I think the same thing right now with people that are in LA. If you call the Staples Center, anything other than the Staples Center, you need to get left smacked across the face. What is the new Staples Center name? The Crypto Arena. (laughs) The Crypto Arena. On purpose? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why they did that, bro. It's so dumb, but I'm, you know, I'm good. I appreciate being here on here uh i've been wanting to do this we've been wanting to do this for yeah. a minute but i've been busy <laughs> the, the the moment that we had scheduled for this i ended up going on i think i think i was gone from my crib for like two weeks because i went from my house to uh to north carolina for deadlock and then okay. right from north carolina i went to philly to go see my son and then right from philly i went to Indianapolis. And then while I was in Indianapolis uh, to sign with Naptown All Pro, uh, I went to Nashville, Tennessee to uh, go SummerSlam. And then right after SummerSlam is finally when I got back home. So. And then the, when
0: that was done, I was like, okay, so now that you got all that out of the way, let me see what my schedule is. Oh shit, I'm
1: booked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, hey, we've been trying to get this done for a minute, but you know, we finally here, and it's about to be great. It's, it's about to be yeah, yeah,
0: because I had to I had to I had to squeeze you in before I go out of town because literally. Once this is edited and up, ready to put it in the queue, I'm going to be recording with my main co-host, Swell of the Band, and shout out to the queen. She's going to be, me and her, are gonna, we had to do a retro view. We pretty much taken a break from modern wrestling because modern wrestling has been kind of hit or miss, <laughs> give or take. So <laughs> yeah. sometimes we were like, you know what, let's just step back in time, do that. Then I'm going to be literally in Denver this weekend. Okay. Then I'm going to North Carolina all next week. And then I will be right back for one day. And it's funny how that one day I will be back is when Deadlock is supposed to be having their uh, next show. And I was like, do I really want to go back to North Carolina for a show? And then come right back because then I have to go right back to North Carolina for another show. And then I'll be right back for right in time for my birthday. So bro crazy a
1: man a lot of all shit for the month of October. <laughs> busy 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 bro that's how we stay that's how we be that's the that's the life of the grind you know
0: that's what and, and that's what me and uh swell set off air a few times it was like a lot of people don't understand the grind that we have to go through as creators and not at all <laughs> and it's like i understand you guys want to be entertained but sometimes you got to let us breathe <laughs> bro that, hey, just, a just a hey, little I, bit just a little bit
1: as somebody who took a damn near a six month break, I trust me, I understand. I know exactly we could shake my hand real quick. Shake my hand. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, we done made the cameras go out of focus for a second. We good.
0: My bad. <laughs> 4k all right
1: all right caught me
0: in 4k literally <laughs> but before we move on ladies and gentlemen before we move on to what today's uh podcast we're gonna uh, give a shout, special shout out to our patreon backers patreon.com slash scratch digital without you guys this podcast will not be possible because every every dollar or whatever you guys part your hard-earned money with it comes right to this podcast and helps keep us going and speaking of uh plugging stuff shout out to uh those who have been purchasing the new merch the new grass merch uh the black af merch that that just dropped last month and speaking of new merch that just dropped got the new flexing season merch that, the shirt that i'm working right now flexing season and that is that has officially dropped on october 1st and and exclusively for the month of october there is a purple and gold version that is available now that is going to be that's going to disappear on the 31st so once halloween boof it's going to go it's going to go right away and uh without further delay let us get right back into this conversation but uh yo for for those of you who aren't familiar with uh with your work, who is exactly Phoenix Nitro?
1: Oh, uh, you know if I had to if I had to sum it down a little bit to a to a couple sentences, I'd probably say I am one of the founding members of the wrestling content group Vibe. That's V Y B E. Uh, I make WWE 2K content. I was one of the original wrestling uh, next makers for 2K. Uh, I've been making wrestling video game content for I mean, for a decade, but like seriously, seriously, like for a job for about three to four years now, going on four years, I believe. Uh, and then now my newest uh, venture, if you will, uh, the narrator of violence. I commentate. Actual professional wrestling now for Naptown All Pro, a professional wrestling company based out of Indianapolis, Indiana. So that's what I would say now is the justification for Phoenix Nitro. You know what I'm saying? What what would they be able to find uh, NAP, NAP? So, you can find Naptown All Pro on Independent Wrestling TV. By the time this drops, uh, the show that I commentated, the first show that I commentated for them, uh, should be out on IWTV. It is called Naptown All Pro Presents Ultra Light Beam. Uh, That show is main evented with a huge match. If you're familiar with Deadlock Pro Wrestling, you're going to be familiar with this match because it is a trios match with the High Flying Star Machines, which consists of the Deadlock Pro Wrestling World Champion Bojack, uh, his partner Diego Hill, as well as BK Westbrook. They take on Calvin Tankman, the DPW National Champion, as well as Chase Holiday and Sean Kemp. But Naptown All-Pro also has a show coming up on October 16th called Dreams and Nightmares, which I'm very, very excited to call. There's a lot of great matches. There's nine matches on the main card featuring uh, the IWTV, the Independent Wrestling World Championship as AC Mack goes to defend that championship against Hoodfoot Mo Atlas in the main event of the evening. And that is a PWI represented, uh, recognized a world championship. So getting to commentate that for me is pretty special. Uh, I would definitely appreciate if y'all checked out now NapTown All Pro. It is ran by six of some of my closest friends. Uh, Most specifically, J Rose is by far one of my best friends in the world, right and like ever. He is uh, such a great guy, man. I highly recommend y'all check out NapTown All Pro Wrestling. It is one of the best uh, independent wrestling companies out on the scene right now. Ran by Indianapolis for Indianapolis, and it is to help the Indianapolis area, especially. Uh, They do a lot of work with charity and a lot of work with uh, helping out uh gun violence and things of that nature within the indianapolis area so if you guys are in the indianapolis area always feel free to come out to a show and if you're a fan come up and say what's good uh at the last show myself and aaron aka simply better am there were a couple fans that came up to us and that's that shit's always cool man so highly recommend y'all come out it's always a good time there's nine great matches coming up on dreams and nightmares again that is october 16th uh 2022 so if if you can't make it out It'll be up on IWTV. Uh, Ultralight Beam should be out by the time you're seeing this uh, on IWTV. Mm -hmm. So make sure, make sure, make sure you go and check it out. And, you know, go follow them on social media as well at Naptown All Pro on all social medias. And, you know... I got I to gotta shout out the people, you know what I'm saying? rocking downtown <laughs> all over if you're watching the video form of this podcast. You know, oh, now yeah. that I got my plugs out the way, you know what I'm saying. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So basically, to, to
0: summarize it, because even though he summarized it, still got to summarize it for some folks. Uh, he is basically a, a man of many talents. You got the commentator. And it's ironic. It's like I always laugh because it's like a lot of people who started with commentary, it's like now this generation starts commentary based off of just being on YouTube because yep. people yep. don't understand the grind of YouTube. You have to, because a lot of people assume that you just hit hit the button and then you just go. Some people some people have that luxury where they can just go, but but real people who actually study this, like for those of you who actually have not had the, the luxury of having a conversation with Brandon, that man literally is an encyclopedia of YouTube it is hilarious so it's like you actually study you started from youtube so now you actually yeah. being an actual commentator that's why I, <laughs>
1: that's why i would say if i ever be a commentator if people say how did you start uh youtube youtube <laughs> man, Yeah. i mean bro like like i tell everybody every single time like uh for those of you that don't know as well like i mean i went i was going to wrestling school for two years uh to be a manager and like my, like, I, I, I don't pride myself in too much, but I pride myself in my wrestling promo ability as well as my commentary ability. And the reason why I got so good at doing that is from doing WWE 2K19, my career, uh, because I was commentating daily videos where it was a match a day for damn near two years straight because 2K19 yeah. lasted that long on top of uh doing promos in every single one of those videos to the point where like some of those videos i was just doing promos because people liked it so much so like i i think that i i usually equate it to this uh a decade ago you had kids backyard wrestling These days, like in in the next decade, you're going to see a lot of kids and a lot of uh, commentators, a lot of announcers, a lot of pro wrestlers in the scene that came from the video games and stuff like that, because like. I you know back in my day we used to go outside but these days you know we play video games so like
0: we used to go, go I... on a trampoline and a <laughs> wrestle and we used to drop each
1: other on each other's necks and and Absolutely. cry to our mamas because our neck got a little stinger. <laughs> All right, absolutely. But nowadays, like we got we got like universe mode creators, stuff like that. Like I'll say it right now, like anybody that's ever done universe mode content on a serious level where they put in time after time after show, after show, after show, like, you know, by all means, you know, like that, that's commentary experience. Like I genuinely think like Murphs, uh, Murphs YT13, he'd be yep. an amazing commentator on any show that would have him. I feel like so many of us that came from that universe mode scene or just content creation in general that have had to do commentary uh would exceed at that because we know like there's obviously stuff that you have to learn and there's obviously stuff that like i have greatly uh greatly gotten some amazing advice from a lot of uh great commentators uh that have given me advice and stuff of that nature from doing actual shows now that i didn't know but for the most part, a lot of that base and a lot of that uh, origin, you really develop from doing this game stuff. Like, I I really feel that way. I really feel strongly about that. And like, I know that there's kind of a... There's kind of a stigma, I think, in a way, like a dumb stigma, uh, like kind of how there was a decade ago about backyard wrestlers and stuff like that in wrestling. Right. I kind of feel like I see that nowadays with, like, uh, like I, I guess the person that always comes to mind is Simon Miller from the UK, that, uh, yeah, part of like, uh, what culture and all that. I know mm-hmm. when he started doing actual wrestling, like, a lot of people were kind of like, oh, that's just the what culture guy, he's getting these opportunities because of this, that, and the third one. It's like, nah, bro, like we like we've we've done things also like that's a grind and stuff like that like even though even though we haven't grinded here we've grinded elsewhere but as long as you treat the business with respect i feel like it should be straight you know what i'm saying yeah. that's just my yeah. view on it though
0: oh yeah because i know i tell people all the time who ask me like how do you do this universe mode stuff because people it's, it's some people who does the universe mode but then it's like they don't really understand that's Cause I respect people who, who actually have the, the fortune to have a thumb editor, a editor, and all you gotta do is just hit record and, and talk and then you just move on. People I wish I had
1: that. <laughs> people don't realize
0: for <laughs> well, the past 12 years that I've been doing YouTube in every way, shape or form, I was my editor, my writer, my director, my producer. I was the, the talent. So it's like you were doing all this stuff. And then after the while, and then I like how you mentioned Universe Mode because I know a lot of people still to this day, they say, hey uh when you gonna bring it back (laughs) (laughs) he's like hey
1: I got I got away from that I ain't trying to go back there I'm not trying to go backwards
0: (laughs) like come on because after a while like you you, like that's why I appreciate um having that conversation and the opportunity to talk with Brandon because he was telling me he's like bro there's so much stuff that you can do as a talent that you need to just go like, cause I was on the fence, like a lot of people who've been following the podcast as long as they have, they, I had that, his episode came out like earlier this year, like around episode six, we're on, we're close to episode 22. But, um, he, he actually told me off camera. He was like, bro, there's so much. You can, I can see that you can do like whether, even if it's not just as a, as a talent, you can slowly transition into a behind the scenes type cat. And, and I took that. I was like, okay. Cause And that's the reason why i kind of just said you know what screw the meta (laughs) of youtube i just said you know i'm just gonna edit and upload and do it and do what i did that's why i tapped into the reddit videos and all that stuff because i'm like "Eh, this this is easy to edit it's easy for me to just be myself and then to grow my community and get people interested in posting random stuff on on reddit so i'm like oh okay cool so that's that's what i'm doing but people was afraid because at one point i did kill the whole my whole youtube channel i was like i'm done with this so they yeah. was, like, but i'm keeping it active so you ain't gotta worry about it but i appreciate uh that whole experience from universe mode because it taught me it helped me t- it helped me learn my editing skills
1: because a yeah. lot of stuff
0: that i learned from that i do now as far as editing i learned it from doing universe mode and then when 2k20 happened (laughs) we all know 2k20 when 2k20 happened i had no choice but to buckle down on on learning and doing like i had to flip and i i would never not credit vibe and and you guys enough for not creating that keeping that game alive as long as you did so so that's why
1: i'm like but he tried (laughs) there there was it's only so many times you can reinvent the wheel, you know. Before, <laughs> before the wheel, just you be like, "No, what? Fuck this!" We, we <laughs> so need that was- new, yeah. <laughs> so like, I bro, the dark, the dark times of uh, two K twenty flopping the way that it did, both in terms of how creators could use the game because the highlight reel sucking as bad as it did, on top of. Just the game being so bad, uh, which I mean, I don't have to tell you anything about that. You know, and Back then, the right after- game. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, right after Two K Twenty, people, I think this is th- something that a lot of people forget. Right, coming off the tails of Two K Twenty, the next game that came out the next year was Battlegrounds, and for what we do, none of us could do Battlegrounds content like that because, but- like, it was it was so like i did I mean, one I'm, video with my sister
0: as a and i it did was one like, video <laughs> and it was I like did. i think that was like i think that's not my number one video on my channel still because it's like hey, it, was just, it, it was just it was just it was just me and her just shitting around and i think we had a our challenge was we had to eat uh hot sauce on our on our chips or some shit so it was literally <laughs> just us bullshitting around and it got the most views and more most interactions so i'm like Damn. And, and it's like, until someone brings up that, I'm like, damn, that was a game.
1: It's still on my, <laughs> it's still on my PS4 too. And I'm like, oh shit, that was a game. <laughs> Bro, it like coming off of that. So like, that was what, like two years almost, or like a year and a half, like year and like Year almost two years that 20 2k gets, 20
0: came out what 2019 so yeah, yeah that was October 2020 2019. so it yeah. was like October the height of the pandemic so we didn't really have no choice but to
1: oh yeah that is true October 2019 until like March 2020 2022
0: 2020, 2020. In, so it was literally insane yeah like the height of the pandemic so we didn't have nothing
1: to do <laughs> absolutely like bro it was that's got to be one of the craziest times for like a Wb games youtuber ever cuz like there was just it was cuz we had to
0: juggle between live streams and reaction yeah. videos and stuff like that and then we had to deal with the copyright changes of youtube cuz that's what a lot of yeah. people don't understand there's a lot of stuff that was changing behind the scenes on youtube as yeah. far as like a creator that a lot of people didn't really catch the the heat of so yeah. it was like it was so much changes going on during the pandemic so it's like now we're at that point where we can expand and we're coming out of it as absolutely. as better creators too so it's like it was a double-edged sword 2k20 it, it kind of helped me evolve past universe no, mode. absolutely because yeah. i was still doing universe mode from 2k15 until 2k19 the original version yeah and then I, then 2K20 happened. I left. And then shout out PWMods, 2K19 being modded, helped me get back into it. And I created the whole Carnage series that people was just craving about. It was like, yo, this is the best non-written, non-WWE canon series I've ever seen. I'm like, bro, it's is just me <laughs> just saying screw the stigma and just have fun. And people yeah. caught on to it.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, like, I, I will always say, and like I say it to Aaron and Brandon, uh, when we all have like talks about like the dark ages, if you will, like we, I feel like if we did not go through that, there would not have been a, we needed to go through that to cause a necessity for us to be willing to change. I feel like because we were, we were so like bent on staying to the status quo that we were doing of just like the my career videos and stuff that if we didn't go through what we went through i don't feel like we would have evolved at the way that we evolved because like i i feel like a lot of people like tend to forget that like and i mean it, it might sound some type of way but like vibe really did hold down the community in terms of like the youtube side of the community like the creators on youtube of like new ideas new new because even chris is gonna to quit because <laughs> yeah chris like i mean like <laughs> not. i mean like it was a bad time for everybody where it was just like there's so much that's not happening and then i mean i i did the universe video the the first like big sim video with like that mm-hmm. and then aaron did it and then brandon did it and then after that everybody if and and jane did it and so like It was just like, damn, bro, like we, we really helped the community out on that. I set that trend. And a lot of people be assuming that I'm
0: just kissing ass when I be giving y'all y'all props. I'm like, no, that's genuinely because bro, if it wasn't, if I put it this way, I say this every time I get a chance, if I did not join, or if I did not hit you guys up, or if you didn't hit me up to join, to talk with you guys and then hit, and then I I, I link with Brandon and so on and so on. I would have been probably just doing my av because a lot of people don't understand i'm i I incorporate my av experience into what i do on youtube so i know the behind the scenes i could have been doing my av stuff and i'll probably like someone say hey can you edit this video for youtube i'm like oh yeah sure for, for this amount so it's like if it wasn't for you guys and if it wasn't for my actual community I would have been like done. <laughs> so I would have, I would have, I would have been done. And shout out to my, my I said shout out to one of my childhood friends, Derek Myers Jr. He 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 keep he kept pushing. He's like, bro, you got the talent, just keep going. I'm like, bro. So people don't understand like you 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 have moments where you just be like, fuck this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do
0: I really want to do this? Do I Absolutely. really do I really want to continue doing this? I've been doing this for so long, and then. You have some people who be like, "Oh, so you're just riding the coattail. Because I, I already know you've you had that experience. Like, "Oh, you're riding the coattails of this person?" No, that means no, no, no. I'm not that.
1: Like that. Like in terms of that, that that's always like it's something that really irks me a lot. But at the same time, it just comes with the nature of the territory. Because like, uh, because specifically what we're talking about for those of you that don't know, like as of late. I've been getting a lot of comments that are like, uh, because Vibe's obviously taking a break for the past six months because we've all been super busy. Yep. I've been getting a lot of comments as of late on my channel when I came back last month. That was like, oh, you you need a Brandon to do all this. You need a Brandon to do. I'm like, bro, <laughs> we, we all got here by doing the same shit. It's like, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I will never, and I mean ever not thank Brandon enough for giving me the spotlight to get here, but make no mistake about it. I still busted my ass to take that spotlight and make the absolute most of it because I could have done something that like I know there was a, a big trending topic on in uh, gaming Twitter like a month ago ish nearly that dealt with 100 thieves where like a content creator that joined 100 thieves and then left they they kind of squandered the opportunity a little bit I did not do that whenever I whenever Brandon extended the offer to me to move into a group house I made the most of it I uploaded every single day for nearly a year straight I did daily content that much. I try, I picked his brain as much as I could in that first house that we lived in of just figuring everything out that he knew at that time, learning how he worked and then incorporating it into my own stuff. Like, I figured out everything that I needed to figure out. And we were just, we were working so cohesively and everything like that. And I will never squander what Brandon did for me in that in like that regard of giving me the platform to then expand my audience and like exposing me to 2K and stuff like that. And then now getting opportunities to work with 2K, like getting the opportunity where me, Brandon and Aaron were the first three people in the world, like creator wise to play w 2K22 when we got flown out to California in January. Like opportunities like that, that I never thought would happen is definitely because of Brandon, but on the same token of the dime, let's make no mistake about it. Like you could give that opportunity to a hundred different people and 97 of them will fail. 97 Mm -hmm. of them will not succeed because you still at the end of the day have to put in the work you still at the end of the day have to be responsible for your own stuff you at the end of the day still need to grind and I've said that for a minute like I always get asked the question like what do you have uh, in terms of advice for new YouTubers and things of that nature, my biggest advice is always consistency. Uh, and I always say this as well, like consistency does not mean daily content. Consistency does not mean weekly content. Consistency does not mean every other day content. Consistency doesn't even mean monthly content. Whatever your consistency is, what you can be consistent with, that is consistency. And you need to keep that schedule because that is how you're gonna grow. You got to con- continue to be consistent, continue to keep grinding. And I feel like, I feel like some people just don't wanna grind, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, man, I went all in on this shit. Like I a hundred percent went all in on this shit. If I want that overnight success. Yeah. And like, it it ain't like that. Like you, you got to put in the years and I'm not even where I want to be still like, I got the hundred K plaque for vibe, but trust me, I want a second one right there. Crooked the other way. You know what I'm saying? Like it needs to, (laughs) it needs to go the other way. Like it needs to be doing the young buck (laughs) pose. you You know what I'm saying? So like, I want one for my channel. And I mean, I I make no excuses. Like the past six months, I've been like not active on my channel hundred percent because like, I've been doing my own thing, IRL and trying to build up my IRL stuff, like with doing commentary and things of that nature. And I've just been super busy, but in terms of being able to get to the point where I feel like after grinding for four or five years straight, I feel Mm -hmm. like I deserve that little break. You know what I'm saying? So like, It's just, it's one of those things where it's a catch one too, because I came up and I got a spotlight because I was in a group. So no matter what people are always like the little kids and the trolls. And the thing that I got to remind myself is that the majority of our audience are children. And that's not like, that's not me coming at anybody because there are other people in our audience that are not children, but for the majority of our audience, because we do professional wrestling video game stuff our audience, like the, the, the numbers that we have for it. And I'm sure like everybody in the wrestling scene pretty much primarily is a children-based audience and like kids are trolls, man. Like I was a dickhead when I was a kid. Like, I know what I, I know how I used to be when I used to troll people, that's just all it is. And like, it's hard to, you should not give attention to it and you should i was in the
0: e-fed a few times that was just
1: trolling so (laughs) me, me too you know what i'm saying like that that like trust me i i'm right there with you bro like it's just crazy that like it's crazy that people try to demean like demean your shit a little bit because of it but it's like at the end of the day it's just trolling that's all it is but I always say that shit whenever I get asked about it. Cause it's like, I will never, ever discredit what Brandon did for me. But at the same time, I, I am my own, I am my own creator. Aaron, mm. uh, Simply Better AM is his own creator. Uh, Brandon is his own creator. X3 is his own creator. Uh, we are all, Deontay DDJ is his own creator. Man Malcolm is his own creator. We are all our own creators. We all bring something different to the table. Uh, and... I feel like a lot of people kind of discredit that whenever you're in a group scenario. But yeah. at the end of the day, I know what I bring to the table. I know, like, I'm the reason why the universe shit popped off. Like, I started that shit. I know that, like, I'm the reason why, like, there's a lot of different ideas that, like, got started because of me that I, like, came up with. So, like, it don't really bug me at the end of the day. It's just in the moment where, like, you see it, and you're like, man, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just human nature. Like, no, um, that basically proves that we're human, basically. Yeah, we're not
0: robots. We don't just push out content out of our ass just to exactly. just, just to have it. It's like it takes time. And hey, and then sometimes you have to remind them like, yo, it's worth the wait, because I know I follow a lot of content creators who do who do like summary reviews, which yeah. I'm probably going to start back tapping into because I used to do that. But now I'm tapped back into it. Uh, under the Freeopedia uh, brand, that me and my boy Highlight Real is gonna pretty much relaunch real soon. Cause we relaunched it at the end of last year. And we've been, we've been, bu- it's another thing. We've both been busy because been busy a lot of people are like, what happened to the streams? What happened to the reviews that you was gonna do? And all the retro reviews you're gonna do because we're gonna probably do like a review of like Goodberg or some shit. So, yeah. because just, just, just because. And it was like, bro, he's doing his thing as an artist. I'm doing my thing as a podcaster, producer, YouTuber gamer so it's like we gotta yeah. kind of find but then me and him told i told him we, we'll eventually get back together and really re- do some some shit and i told him straight up like if i ever need a collab partner for youtube he just hop on discord and he'll just he'll just hop on in and we'll just make it into a video so it it, it happens when you and when you're starting a group because it's, and we're eventually going to grow that group into something bigger that's that's our goal so it's like yeah. yeah you gotta do that and then at the end of the day you just gotta remind people Hey, it's, it's gonna it's gonna get there. It's gonna get there because I know it's a few creators that I know they probably upload every six seven months,
1: and they yeah, be bro. I mean it be like an always, hour long video. It's always quality over quantity, in my opinion. Like yeah, especially right and and like this is how I also take that. I feel like once you get to a certain level, you're able to do that. Like uh, I feel like once it and it also all depends on like what you want to get out of YouTube. Like yeah, I. I'm to the point now where like and I've I've said this to Aaron, I've said this to Brandon, like in terms of my solo channel, I don't really like I don't really I love my solo channel. Do not get it twisted. However, I know that I know that there's more for the vibe channel. I want to make vibe the United States version of the Sidemen. That's that's where my vision is with that. I want to make vibe the biggest thing it can be and my whole focus is on vibe in terms of youtube my whole my whole vision my whole focus all that cuz that's where i get the most fun i love doing collab content with with the guys whenever we film i like i i enjoy doing solo content but like at the same time it's always good vibes no pun intended whenever like it's the group that are like coming together and making stuff together because it's always more fun when you're with your boys kicking it than when yeah. you're just by yourself staring into a camera clicking the fucking game controller like oh i can't wait to do w2k22 showcase for the 12th time <laughs> like
0: or <laughs> or in my case universe mode where i had to Play the game, record it, edit it, and pretend to do to not know what's gonna happen, even though I yep. knew what was gonna happen. Like yep. that takes a toll out the while. You're like, bro, I can only figure it till I make it for so for so long. Cause exactly. it's like, oh, I didn't know he was gonna hit the DDT. <laughs> yes, I, I did. I edited like three different angles, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> so it, yeah, when but yeah, when you collab, it's like you don't really think. It's like you just you just do whatever and then you just yeah. flow with it. It's less of a hassle. You just like, you just kicking it. You on the couch or in the gaming chairs and you just, ha- you just record. You may catch the audio if you are high production, even though I recommend everybody do high production in your audio. Like yeah. audio is your friend. Make sure you're not smacking and eating food because yeah. I literally, I don't know if I, I, I probably didn't tell you, but it was a few times where I had to produce with some people and this lady forgot her whole presentation was being recorded. So she would take a drink mid drink and all you heard was and then you heard a little a small burp i I snatched my head headphones off i said if i ever hear this on
1: audio i'm turning this entire shit off (laughs) because i do not want to hear that that like that's the thing i tell everybody whenever uh like newer youtubers and stuff like that when they ask me like yo what do i need to improve first on i'm like your audio quality like that In my opinion, audio quality comes before video quality. Video quality Mm -hmm. can always be saved for like secondary, but audio quality is what you're going to hear 99.99% of the time. And I mean, at the same time, though, to newer people that are wanting to maybe get into content that are listening to this, don't take that as a detriment, though, to like, oh, well, then I can't start YouTube until I get the right equipment. Mm -hmm. Now, fuck that. You I started on a Turtle Beach headset. And that, that, that is the first thing that I started on. And I, I grinded with a turtle beach headset every single day, doing three videos a day. When I started doing like, when I took content, that's my first mic.
0: That's my first uh, mic. You you know, I'm saying,
1: I wish I kept kept that headset so bad. That's one of my biggest regrets was not keeping that first headset. But when I started my like officially like, okay, I want to make this a job. I want to make this a career. When W2K19 dropped, I was dropping three videos a day until uh from the day the game came out which was like october something uh, 2018 2018, until until january 1st 2019 i was dropping three videos a day daily and because i was like i'm gonna get partnered i'm gonna get to the point where Mm -hmm. i can monetize these videos and I'll never forget it. I get monetized December, like the first or second week of December. The fucking new moves pack comes out for W2K19. I'm on Xbox One at the time. I remember that uh, if you set your shit to Australia, you can download it faster or New Zealand, yeah. whichever one. Yeah, Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, shout out the Murphs. Uh, <laughs> you can you can download it quicker. So I downloaded the news move, the new moves pack. I was the first person to drop that video showing all the new moves, and that video blew up it blew up to the point, especially cause it's December with the good CPM that when I got that check, I was able to then purchase all of my, like the, the mic that I'm still using to this day, this is bought off of the new moves pack from W2K19. Uh, <laughs> so I bought that immediately. That was the first thing that I did. And I have not regretted it since. And then like, uh, just recently, actually, before, right before w 2K22 came out, that's when I got the uh, Canon EOS. Uh, I think it's the Canon EOS 5 or the Mark II or something like that Okay. Uh, because of my boy, King Christian. Uh, uh, rep- uh, Shout out to King Christian. I haven't heard from him in a minute. So I I will say this until the end of times. Uh, King Christian, without a shadow of a damn doubt, is one of the most creative people I have ever met in my life. He is one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. And he is absolutely the number. If, if that dude ever dropped content, he would be the number one person on YouTube. I think a hundred percent, especially in the W games community, he would take over immediately with his ideas, his creativity and his editing ability. That oh, yeah. dude, that dude is amazing. And like, one of my best friends, absolutely one of my best friends. Much love to King Christian. Sending him well wishes because I was literally I was like,
0: man, what happened to King Christian? That was just yeah. me. I'm like, man, yeah, whatever's going on. Hopefully, hope, wishing you the best, brother. Because yeah, yeah, the he, content, the content that I actually saw of him when he before he his break, I was like, yeah. yo, this this dude, this dude can go.
1: <laughs> he he's one of the most talented people I've ever had the opportunity to meet in my life, and one of my best friends. He uh. uh, if you guys ever see me talk about jug or anything like that that uh is a group of people uh of myself uh j rose uh x3 abdullah or shavimbu uh we talk all the time we talk we watch wrestling all the time together uh king christian as well uh i I feel like i i said that but at the same time i didn't there we go uh and uh my closest friends to this day like i've i've I talk to them every single day. They've they've been there for me so many times over the past couple of years. Like without a doubt, my closest friends. I love all of them so much. Uh, and uh, this past January, actually, we all got to meet up and hang out for the first time uh, in New York Sweet. because. We went to the GCW show at the Hammerstein Ballroom. And I don't know know if y'all can tell if you're watching the video podcast, but I'm a very big ECW fan. You know, I I don't know if you could tell by any means. I don't know what would give it away, but I love (laughs) ECW. Uh, So to be in the Hammerstein Ballroom was always was always like a dream. Uh, So the first time a wrestling show had been in the Hammerstein Ballroom in years, I was like, yeah, fuck that shit. I'm going. Uh, (laughs) Didn't give a fuck really to be honest about anything that was happening on the card other than like, uh, being able to see Jeff Jarrett live was pretty cool. Uh, I think Moxley, that's the only match I remember in Mox. Mox- <laughs> Moxley and, uh, Moxley and homicide live was really, really cool. Uh, x pot came out to fucking, uh, run DMC, uh, version of the DX thing, which was sick. Uh, that, that shit was so sweet, man. Uh, but the experience for me was getting to hang with Abdullah, Chris, uh, X and J Rose all in person sharing a tiny ass New York fucking uh hotel room where we were fucking, we were three deep on a bed, bro. It, one of the funniest pictures uh, that we have is myself, Abdullah and X all three in one bed because there was only two beds and we all big boys, bro. So like you just, you just see us fucking sardined in that bitch, like trying to make it work. But, shout out to my
0: boy BK. Cause when we was in Nashville, me, it was me, my boy Daryl, and my boy uh, and and Highlight, and, and it was only two beds. And Daryl, he was he was like, I, I got a sleeping bag. My boy BK said, Nah, bro, here's a here's a cot. He, he so he got a whole he got a whole his whole setup so he 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 hooked us up so yeah we we know what that's like well we, you be like he ain't trying to break the bank for rooms nah. per person we's like bro just sleep on the floor or sleep on the bed and we just make it work absolutely hey that's yeah. the that's the, that's the wrestling way bro that's the wrestling way <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you can get a hand get a pizza in a
1: handshake and call it sh- the day. Sh- sh- you get a day pizza <laughs> that's crazy where, come, where where I come from that's fucking a glizzy in a handshake you know what I'm saying and you you, you be lucky to get that you know what i'm saying sometimes you'll,
0: you'll be lucky to get a, gl- a glizzy you, be, you may get a handshake you may get a handshake if the, if you may get the handshake if the promoter ain't busy so then you you just you just get
1: well wishes and good luck yeah that like that's something last year uh because last year was the year that i really like i i did commentary and i believe four or five different states I believe it was I believe it was five I kind of don't count the fifth one because it was like on the border and I kind of was like it's still the fourth state like it's not Not really the fifth state but like I did commentary in four different states last year like making towns and shit and like being like being in locker rooms and shit like that and like experiencing that a lot was very very fun and like very interesting to like see just because like I've been I I say it all the time like I've never cared about really anything in life other than wrestling, like in terms yeah. of entertainment wise or like sports or anything like that. Like wrestling has been my life. So like finally getting to be a part of it and stuff like that has always been great. And especially like coming off, like that was when I was going to wrestling school and all that before the school shut down for some bullshit. But oh, no the was- bullshit oh no 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 that oh that, no, not uh, that one oh it's another no, one okay that, that okay, was, okay. That, was the, that was the first time oh okay, the first okay, time. okay 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 the okay, the sec- okay. See, see the second time was after that happened and oh, then okay, it, okay, it, okay. it reopened and it reopened into new people but the owner of the shit was still kind of a dickhead no, so, okay, you know okay, okay. you know i'm I about to say wait, wait a minute hold on. Oh, I about say, yeah. hold on the the uh shout out though to the believe wrestling academy when it was open because uh my my head trainer ace austin uh bullet club member uh a former like three-time x division champion one of the coolest dudes man uh shout out also to Gia miller uh she absolutely has helped me out so much with like my promos and things of that nature. Uh, Big, big love to Nate Wings, as well as uh, the Rev Ron Hunt, uh, as well as, absolutely, man, absolutely, uh, as well as uh, Crash Jackson uh shout out to pretty much everybody man from that shout out to crash
0: too (laughs) because
1: i met him in in nashville and i I said i'm like bro you was big as fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah hell yeah bro that uh those dudes though like that that whole crew that we had at the believe wrestling academy was so sick man uh that that was a great time of my life last year uh i start i get i went back in Oh, what pay-per-view was it i believe I believe extreme rules last year was in March, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that one extreme rules show yeah. where it was literally one extreme rules
0: match and everything else yeah. was pretty much yeah. whatever. I think so
1: I th- I think so. It was Roman Bro- Reigns versus where Finn
0: Balor um broke the top rope with his penis. Oh no, no,
1: no. <laughs> it, was it, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't it wasn't Extreme Rules then. It was uh it was it was Roman Reigns versus Danielson, maybe? I don't remember, but whatever, whatever was that show WrestleMania. Happened nah it wasn't mania it was i think it might have been it might have been the show before mania because because oh wait they didn't have
0: people in, in that one because that was wrestlemania that no, year. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah it was pandemic it was pandemic oh, yeah. okay okay yeah so. it was it was before the. it was before oh, crowds, elimination
0: people. chamber fast one of them one of
1: them maybe maybe fast like, maybe fast one of them maybe c-level Fastlane. shows <laughs> yeah so like i went over to uh i went over to crash's house to watch uh to watch fast lane and while i was there i was just like man fuck it i'm not like i'm not doing anything right now like too crazy i have the money to go to wrestling school again i should just go back because i fucking that that one of my favorite times man of my life is just going to wrestling school and just bumping and like fucking like learning learning and things yeah and like studying the craft and all that shit and uh it got to the point where like uh, after I went back, because I, I was very skeptical, obviously, of what happened the first time. And I ain't going to talk about that shit here. Yeah, but... we're not, yeah, we not talking about that. At <laughs> but uh, when I went back the second time, I was like, fuck it, man. Let's run this shit. Like, uh, when, uh, meeting Ace. Uh, it was awesome. Ace, such a good dude. Once again, uh, Gia Miller, she's amazing as well. They helped me out so much with my promo ability because like the issue that I ran into with promos and like actual wrestling like scenarios and shit was because I came from YouTube, like I'm amazing at just going off the top. I'm amazing at just fucking going yeah. and going and going. But because I got to go for 10 minutes to get that ad revenue before they updated to eight minutes, my ass goes for too long. <laughs> so they were like, yo, you got a lot of good content here. Just cut it, cut it, cut it. A minute, <laughs> a minute, thirty, please. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. So like, they really like Gia Gia Miller really helped me like zone in on how to like get to the point and how to like how to go after that. Uh, with a lot of the stuff that she would teach us from like theater experience and stuff like that. I can I can never put in enough words how much uh, Ace Austin and Gia Miller really did for me uh, with all that type of stuff. Uh, and then in terms of like in ring stuff, like bro, like I wish I would have had some uh, some of the practice matches that I had uh, recorded. Because for those of you that don't know, I went to a wrestling school to be a manager. Uh, as well as commentary, because I have like bad, I broke my neck when I was in high school and I never got it healed. So like it healed like funky. So like if I pop my neck, sometimes like my arms go numb and Ooh. I just, I don't, I don't want to be in the middle of a match, my neck pop and then I drop somebody on the head. Like, I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. and, and, but also like sometimes if I pop my neck, my eyes go out. Like uh, in the first Vibe House, when we were going to the gym all the time, I pop my neck and I couldn't see. Like I, like the guys didn't realize it was like that. And then I finally had to explain like, yeah, bro my neck pops sometimes and like, it could be over at any point. (laughs) Like it could be over. Like, it's crazy. My neck is awful. But, uh, so I was going, I went, I was going for like, do do managing and stuff like that. But like, we would, uh, we'd have practice matches a lot and there would always seem to be like an odd number of people, but I love chain wrestling, uh, a lot. Chain wrestling is my favorite shit uh, about like, it's one of my favorite things because like, to me, it's literally a game of chess and pro Mm -hmm. wrestling of like moving from hold to hold and seeing how you can go i was a big big fan of the world of sports style the uk style of just like moving and movement of like holds and things of that nature so i love chain wrestling so anytime there would be an odd number of people it became a thing where like uh when when nate wings was holding practice it would always seem to come up where like somebody didn't have like a person so somebody would get in the ring and then we would just like kind of like look around for a second like well everybody else has already went and i'd be like fuck it so i would just slide in the ring and then they'd be like are you sure and i'm like yeah let's go like it's fine it's cool uh and like that, that always was like one of my favorite things uh shout out to damian chambers uh he was he recently done some stuff on aw dark uh me and him had a banging ass practice match once where uh we went through a table which was not a table but it was uh it was like a mattress that we set up in the corner for like a crash pad and fucking yeah it was it was awesome uh but uh like doing that type of shit man last year was so fun uh I don't mind talking about this, like on, on shit. Uh so around August of last year, uh myself, uh Ben Myers, which is he's now doing things, I believe, under the name The Pledge, uh alongside okay. of Alpha Sigma Sigma with Brent Oakley. Shit and uh Casey Jacobs my boys Alpha Sigma Sigma look them up if you don't they do great work over at this company called Future Great Wrestling uh up in the uh Columbus area no not Columbus it's it's somewhere up in Ohio uh Fairborn, maybe I don't power. know Somewhere like that. Uh, it's uh, Cody Hawk. For those of you that may know who Cody Hawk is, he uh, trained uh, John Moxley. He, he has like a lot of people under his stuff. Uh, it's the company that he runs and helps like book and stuff like that. They've done a lot of great work there. But uh, myself and Ben were going to this place uh, called uh, the Sanctuary, which is in uh, Pennsylvania. It was like a seven hour drive. Uh, we were coming back from the Sanctuary. Uh, myself, Ben, Uh, Gia Miller and Ace Austin and uh, me and Ben were like so juiced up because Ben finally had his first match in front of people and we were so juiced we were so gung-ho and then we get to uh, school that Monday and uh, Ace and and Gia come in and they look very like they look just like kind of deflated and we're just like oh no like what happened and they were like hey yeah, school's kind of over Uh, and we're just like huh (laughs) like a record scratch like we were so stoked like we were like fuck yeah bro we're about to start going even more we're about to like just go on these extra days because there was a hole in the fucking wall and we knew how to pop the door open and just sneak in so like we were about we were we were like yeah bro it was crazy so like we were we were like fuck yeah we were about to just start going and fucking just trying a bunch of cool shit a bunch of new shit and then ace was like yeah man we're sorry but like the the owner of the actual shit like kind of fucked on us <laughs> and like just didn't tell any of us and then kind of projected it onto Ace and uh and Gia to like tell us so like it was kind of a fuck situation yeah. uh so like the owner is kind of a dickhead but you know it is what it is uh but with that said uh absolutely one of my favorite experiences of my life man going to wrestling school is so like I wish wrestling school was still around here uh I'd still be going to this day if it I was I know they have
0: I- one in here in atlanta ran by ar fox
1: absolute bro fucking uh, shout out to ww4a bro when i was like i was like 17 sorry no i was 16 17 uh my mom took me up there uh my mom took me like up near that area and we uh i got to meet ar fox and stuff like that uh and great great dude ar fox man in my opinion in the last decade AR Fox should have made millions of dollars in pro wrestling because AR Fox is one of the best, one of the best, underrated wrestlers in the last decade. There's so much shit that he does that nobody else can do, and like just his way of moving and like the way he does shit is so different. Than I still remember else. his I still remember his running Lucha Underground. So oh and, absolutely. And that shows been off. So it's like wow. that we'll lets you know. And, but now, like his legacy, I feel in wrestling is going to be the fact that he has now trained so many heaters that have come out of his school. And I'm gonna say King. this. I'm gonna say this. Like, I don't fuck with Theory, but at the same time, that motherfucker trained Theory. So, like, you know, he can go. He was, he can he can was go. at WrestleMania. He can go. He can go somewhere we don't, he can go somewhere else. He can go in the ring kind of, but he can also take his candy ass somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like he can get, yeah. he can get the fuck out. But, uh, but at the same time, you gotta, you gotta give Fox the credit where credit is due there. Like he trained him. Yeah. And like, there's so many other people that have come from the WW4A school that are just absolute killers, bro. In terms of in-ring, in terms of just absolutely, like just, he's trained some of the best people to come out of that area. It's amazing to see. And I definitely feel like that's gonna be his legacy. So people be trying to figure out why I'd be calling theory the
0: McDonough kid because he they say he's from Atlanta. He's from McDonald, Georgia. So and again you,
1: you know, that you man know. is not from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hey, claim bro. Atlanta
0: if you ain't if you ain't, ain't that's why that's Britain. why I
1: never that's why I never say I'm from Atlanta, bro. If you if you ain't from a zone, you can't say it. <laughs> no, no, just say you yeah. from McDonald,
0: bro. I'd be like McDonald's. <laughs>
1: Like bro, I I grew up I grew up in Augusta, but like I was always bouncing around in Georgia. So like I grew up in Augusta, I lived in uh, Columbus for a little bit. Uh, so like now I've been all around that shit. But like for people seeing a lot of people cap that they're from Atlanta is always funny as fuck to me. Cause they're like I'm like, from Atlanta. No, you from Douglasville.
0: You're exactly. from Douglas County, exactly. Georgia.
1: What are you talking about? Because <laughs> I'll I'll always say that like I'm from like an hour out. Like I'm never too far from it. You're from like, the greater
0: well, what what AEW called um, Duluth when they was when they came here, <laughs> the greater Atlanta area.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like shut the hell up, bro. Like, what are you talking about, bro? When I saw that show, I'm like bro, no. <laughs> like, oh, like what are we what are we talking about here? A. Hey, Speaking of, uh, speaking of people out in it in like the Atlanta area right now, uh, gotta give a big shout out to my dude, Darian Bankston, bro. Like, uh, I absolutely believe. And he also, if you tune into IWTV, uh, and check out that Naptown all pro show, uh, called ultra light beam, he is on that show. He goes one-on-one with Adrian Noctis, Darian Bankston, without a doubt is one of the best and brightest stars on the independent scene right now. Can't recommend Darian Bankston enough. He uh, He's uh, part of the Nightmare Factory and stuff like that. Uh, he started in the UK, came over uh, to the US, absolutely killing it. That dude, man. And I finally got to meet him in person uh, at that last nap show. Great guy, man. Great guy. Much love to Darian Bankston. One of, the, one of my favorites to watch right now. He hits the Tiger Driver 9X. It's so crazy. It's so cool. Much love to Darian Bankston.
0: And if you guys haven't uh, joined, um, in IWTV it is it is in, in independent and it's literally ten dollars a month to join. If you want to do an annual subscription, you can do one hundred dollars, and you can save up to twenty dollars. And you can cancel anytime. And for
1: those of you who are probably like, how do you know that?
0: I literally just googled it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, and hey, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this too. If you spend a nine ninety nine right now to watch, if you spent nine ninety nine on the old WWE Network, right? Because we ain't got the network no more. We got, we got the cock. Peacock. But the cock. but if you spend, <laughs> if you want to if you want if you love professional wrestling, drop that nine ninety nine subscription on IWTV. They have live shows all the time. Not only can you watch Naptown All Pro, you can watch shows like West Coast Pro, you can watch shows like Prestige Wrestling, you can watch shows like uh, ICW No Holds Barred, you can watch great like old shit that they got. Like they got old tapes of like Chikara, they got old tapes of CZW up there. They got a banging ass shoot with Brody Lee that's up there, and you know, and, and, and they also got Naptown All Pro. You know what I'm saying? You can hear me, <laughs> yes, You know, narrate some violence as the narrator of violence. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah, I keep getting them cheap slugs in. Yeah, you know cheap book. Yep. Yep, yep. Uh, Oh, and I I, wait real quick too. I'd also be remiss if I wouldn't say from the Georgia area big shout out to AC Mack as well, currently the independent wrestling world champion. And I'm not just saying this because he's going one on one with Hoodfoot at the next Naptown All Pro in October. Shout out Hoodfoot. You know, Hoodfoot, Hoodfoot's the man, bro. I love. I've seen Hoodfoot. some of his work, so that's why I'm like, yeah, that's love that Hoodfoot. New, my love, Hoodfoot. Is, is a beast, <laughs> bro. I when I met when I met Hoodfoot for the first time, it's when I went out to Indianapolis uh, right before I went to Nashville, and uh, I saw my name on the dotted line for NapTown, and uh, that was a, that was the same day that uh, we filmed some stuff for Hoodfoot's uh, promo before he went to the Scenic City Invitational, mm-hmm. uh, and seeing Hoodfoot cut a promo live, like that energy, that, that, that vibe that he has, man, just Hoodfoot go crazy, bro. I love Hoodfoot. Absolutely. One of my favorites, man, to watch right now as well. Uh, crazy, crazy in the deathmatch scene, but make no mistake about it. Hoodfoot absolutely can go with the best of them. And on October 16th at Dreams and Nightmares presented by Naptown All Pro, he's going to prove that when he puts on for the city of Indianapolis and goes to try to win that Indian independent world wrestling championship against AC Mack. It's going to be a banging match, man. I can't wait to see it. You know, I I'm going to you know, I'm have
0: to check it out. If I'm not, uh, if I'm on the road, even if I'm on the road, you can get, I can, I'm probably sure, uh, hopefully I got good internet where I'm going to be at. I'm going to pull it up. So you already know, because I think I'm, I'm probably, I'm going to be off the road before the week before my literally the week before my birthday or the week of my birthday one.
1: Absolutely. Uh, hey man, like like I mean, not just because I'm a part of the team, not just because like I'm on the, I'm on the the committee of Naptown All Pro, but like from a genuine place in my heart, man. Like that's absolutely the biggest thing that like I'm focused on now aside from vibe is Naptown All-Pro. like I, I want to promote their vision. I want to promote their product to as many people as I can because I believe in their product. I believe in their vision. Uh, J-Rose, absolutely one of my best friends, as well now as Chase Holiday, Sean Kemp. Uh, the founding fathers, if you will, the starting five, if you will, of Naptown All-Pro was J-Rose, Chase Holiday, Sean Kemp, uh, Hoodfoot, as well as Calvin Tankman, uh, so yes, sir. that that's a crazy five right there, man. Ooh. That's a crazy five. That's that's so much talent in in five people. Like okay. they have such a great vision for professional wrestling and. That Naptown All-Pro Dreams and Nightmares show that's coming up on October 16th is an absolute banging showcase of that. Because, like, just to run down real quick the card, you got Rico Gonzalez versus Sonico, which is going to be a banging-ass match, man. I can't wait to see Sonico live for the first time, as well as Rico Gonzalez. You got Thick and Juicy 2.0, which is Brooke Valentine and Willow Nightingale, which some of you may know Willow Absolutely. Some of you may know Willow now from... as well as a ton of independent wrestling uh thick and juicy 2.0 will be going up against uh Sean Kemp and Chase Holiday that's gonna be a crazy match right there we got Isaiah Broner going one-on-one with Myron Reed that's gonna be a banger you got the delinquents which of course is Mikey Banker Josh Fuller and Jet Jagori going up against Kai Faden and Two mystery partners, and we love a good mystery. You know what I'm saying, you also got a crazy. with this match is gonna be crazy because like, there's no doubt in my mind that Josh Crane and MV Young are gonna do banana things against one another. I, I have no idea what's gonna happen. I'm, I'm a little worried. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna have to cover <laughs> up it sometimes. I don't want to get hit with nothing. You know what I'm saying? But they're gonna go out there and they're gonna put on a banger. You got Jocelyn Navarro going up against Sandra Moon. Uh, Sandra Moon for probably the past year and a half has been one of my favorite wrestlers to watch. Uh, it's going to be really, really fun to call a Sandra Moon match. However, I'm going to say it like this. Jocelyn Navarro, in my opinion, one of the most underrated wrestlers right now on the independent wrestling scene. I think Jocelyn Navarro is somebody that everybody in a pro wrestling should be talking about right now. Uh, We also got another big championship match happening on this card at Naptown All Pro Dreams and Nightmares that, of course, is the Black Wrestlers Matters Championship where JDX, and the D stands for hopefully defenses on this show, defends against D-Rogue and Trey Shaw. Now, some of you, if you guys are unfamiliar with names of pro wrestlers, you might have seen Trey Shaw recently because he's the man to be putting the Popeye's biscuit in the mouth of his opponents and chokes them out. He's trying to choke my for real. You know what I'm saying? No (laughs) better. No Bev, uh, that's going to be a banging man. triple threat match. And then last but not least, certainly not least, we got Canyon Cavern versus Lazarus. That's going to be a crazy match. Been a big fan of Lazarus for quite some time as well. Can't wait to see that. And if you're in the Indianapolis, Indiana area, and you got your ticket to the VI pre-show, there's going to be a costume battle royale. And that's gonna be crazy. I mean, you know, I gotta think of what I'm aware to that show. I I got my new Dudley Boys ECW jersey. I might have to rock a bully ray, a little bubble ray fit, if I will. Maybe put a little, maybe put a little tape on the glasses, punch out the little lenses, but you know that's me on my uh, advertising ish if you will for Nap an and yeah. All Pro. You know, I got to rock for the brand, you know what I'm saying? Yes
0: sir. Yes sir. And that's a perfect little transition to our uh, to our Q&A session to kind of get to know the guests a little bit more better. So, uh this is where I list a whole bunch of things and you just give me a nice little response oh, to getting, it. So. Giving,
1: are we you doing like hot fire? Like rapid fire? Like quick answers or you want me to go nah, the, I
0: gave I, I gave up on that speed round, hot fire stuff because every time I say speed round, it always goes always so i just said you know we're gonna just go right back to the qua or the q a if you will uh so first up uh i want you to list 10 of your favorite wrestlers past the present that is not exclusive like it don't have to be exclusive to wwe so oh my my
1: my number one favorite wrestler of all time is chris hero or cassius ono uh at all time like over the rock over stone cold over rick flair over Shawn michaels chris hero by far is my number one favorite wrestler and meeting him uh go, attending a seminar from him firstly uh and then getting to meet him last year was one of the dopest moments of my life <laughs> like no bullshit uh and then meeting him meeting him again at uh deadlocks uh show a couple months ago and like because obviously I go early and help out and all that stuff. And like going up to him and him being like Phoenix, I was like, Huh? That's crazy. <laughs> like, that's wild. like, that's crazy. So much love to Chris Hero. Uh let's see. 10. So Chris Hero, uh, Dakota Kai, another one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I think Dakota Coda. Kai is Dakota, Dakota Kai is a hundred percent. Uh, in my top five of all time. There, like there's just an intangible quality about Dakota Kai that I cannot explain. I've loved Dakota Kai since her work as Evie on the Independence. Uh there she can be a great, great babyface. She can be a great heel. She can promo. She can do any style that she wants. She's amazing. Love Dakota Kai. Uh, let's see. Uh, you gave me 10. Uh, I'll say Chris Jericho, uh, pre pre, I don't know, because even like his AEW shit, like some shit I don't like. But then again, he also be doing death matches with Nick Gage randomly and like barbed bar- wire bar death matches with Eddie Kingston. Oh, Eddie Kingston. For oh, you, yeah. of course. Don't be on here. Uh, these are in no certain order other than Chris Hero. Uh, sure. Let's see. Uh, Sweet and sour Larry Sweeney is a name that I feel like a lot of people Uh, may not know from like the current wrestling generation, but please, please, please look up Larry Sweeney's work. Uh, Sadly, he passed away uh, nearly over a decade ago. However, he should have made millions of dollars in pro wrestling. Uh, He's 100% one of the people that I base my promos off of. He's one of the people that I take inspirations for uh, from a manager point of view, but he was also a phenomenal wrestler. He was a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, Another person like I'm really high on right now is uh, Daniel Garcia. Uh, I'm really I'm really big on uh I'm really big on Cora Jade. Uh something something like like personally with me with wrestling is I love finding a new wrestling talent within the first like two, three, four months of their career. And I love watching them grow. Like mm-hmm. something, uh something I do uh every year, and I've done this for the past six or seven years, is I'll take like maybe five or ten people uh, at the beginning of the year. And I make sure I go out of my way to watch every match that I can of them that is like filmed and like put up uh, of them, uh, that year, uh, somebody like one of the names that I have on my list this year is sky blue. I feel like sky blue is going to, uh, like with more experience is going to become one of probably the best wrestlers, like on the AW roster in terms of the women's wrestling. Uh, I think that she's going to grow to be a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, I like watching people develop, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, another another person on that list of top 10 I think all time uh I'd probably have to say uh I'd probably have to say Owen Hart I think Owen Hart's amazing uh I'm a very big Nick Bockwinkle fan uh like when in terms of like older wrestling uh I got really 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 big into watching a lot of old AWA whenever I was like 13, 14, because I think like the rise and fall, not the rise and fall, but like the legacy of AWA DVD came out around then. So then I went online and I bootlegged so many AWA shows and just watched <laughs> a lot of that old shit. Uh, so like Nick Bachwinkle's is a big influence uh, and like one of my favorites to watch from like that older times. Uh, I'm really, really big on Rob Van Damme, uh, really big on uh, Steve Carino. I feel like it doesn't get enough love from people uh, in terms of like current WWE. Uh, I'd probably say like my favorite, uh, my favorite act going right now in WWE is probably like Kevin, Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen is, uh, for those of you that don't know, I have a, I have a uh, child, uh, Kyler and Kyler's name, actually uh, his mom and I's favorite wrestlers at the time, kind of like we morphed them into one name. So at the, like Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen is where the K in his name comes from. And then the Eiler comes from one of her favorites at that time, uh, Tyler Breeze. So we kind, of uh, just, we kind of just mixed the two and it became Kyler. Uh, and if it was going to be a girl, it was going to be Kaylee because she liked uh, Bailey. And then I, I like Kevin Owens. So you're just going to mix the two <laughs> like that. Kaylee, Kaylee, Ray. So, Kay <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it's also very funny about the Kevin Owens thing because he won the universal championship on my birthday and Sweet. Dakota Kai. Had the fucking chance to win the tag titles on my birthday this past year on Raw, but then they, you know, they freaked it. Triple H, uh, freaked it for the first time in his booking career, and uh, he. And then he they end up
0: putting it back on her anyway. So it was like you, you know, could
1: have like, just, I, you know, like you could have just did it. it day one. I get <laughs> it, but like, fuck, man, like y'all should just did on my birthday, man. Like Triple H did that out of spite to me. I feel. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to like top top ten is always really hard for me to do off the top of my head because like. I consume so much wrestling that, like, I feel like Me it too. always changes other than Chris Hero, Dakota Kai, Eddie Kingston. Like, those are always, like, people that I go to first. Oh, I would be remiss if I did not mention probably one of my favorites people in wrestling that I've seen in the past five, six years, Lee Moriarty. Shout out the Tiger Style, man. All caps when you say the man's name. Fucking <laughs> okay. Lee and Moriarty. Man. That man so, dyed his hair green and went crazy, <laughs> bro. Lee 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 is one of the coolest people I think I I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. Uh, he's so fucking cool, and I'm so happy, so happy that he's finally getting like properly used on AEW television. I can't wait to see him versus Daniel Garcia for the Ring of Honor Pure Title uh and like i mentioned earlier darian bankston uh if you do not know the name please seek out darian bankston darian bankston is so fucking good and that's another talent where like i love watching talent when they're when they're when they're like not like when they're new also not so new but like still in the first couple years of their career because i know when they get a decade under their belt they're going to be one of the best in the world and even before then more like more than likely is
0: it, but it's it, wrestling is backwards it's like you can consume so much early on, but you never get better until you get older.
1: Yeah, yeah, because like... like, like Dustin uh, Rose is a prime example yeah. for me.
0: He was, like, he was always good, but it seems like now he's better than what he was 20 years ago.
1: It's one of those things in wrestling where it's. Uh, I feel like uh, I tweeted it today, where it's like there's nothing like it in like anything because I I genuinely feel the psychology aspect of it because when you're when you're in your early stages of pro wrestling, uh, and I don't feel like I'm speaking too out of my wheelhouse with this. In your early stages of pro wrestling, you're more so focused on the moves. You're more so focused on, and not just like oh I want to do a flip. Like I'm not talking like that. Like I don't give a fuck about that. What I mean so is oh, I don't want to fuck this up. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this. I don't want to fuck this up. I don't want to fuck this up. You're, you're thinking more about the moves and things of that nature. And then when you get maybe a year, two, three, four, five, six, seven under your belt, you don't think more about that. And you more so start listening to the crowd and you more so start thinking about the reaction. You more so start thinking about the psychology. You more so start thinking about the story. And that's when when that bell clicks on people and when that mm-hmm. light pops up above their head tune style, that's when people start really, really getting to that point. And some people- Figured out way sooner than other people and that's why they have prodigies also another person i'll put on that list real quick if you don't know who billy starks is billy starks is uh, a 17 year old i believe i believe she's 17 I believe so, Yeah. yeah. Uh, she she's been wrestling i believe since she was like 15 if not 14 yeah. uh she is probably one of the biggest like prodigies of pro wrestling i think i've ever seen that kid goes crazy in the ring. Billy Stark's absolutely in a league of her own in that sense. Uh, she reminds me a lot of, I like always equate her to like, kind of like Millie McKenzie in the UK scene. Uh, Uh, she, she kind of, she kind of did the same similar thing where she started really young in the UK scene. And then, uh, she became, like, super good at a super young age. She recently got signed to WWE NXT UK. Uh, I believe they, like, when they cut the NXT UK roster, I believe she was sadly one of those that got cut. I believe her name was Amelia McKenzie in WWE. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. She's, she yeah. She's also super talented, but, like, Billy reminds bring me back. a lot of that. They'll probably Absolutely. bring back
0: when it, when it becomes Europe. Yeah. I believe it's going to be NXT yeah. or some shit.
1: Uh, yeah, Billy, Billy Starks is definitely somebody also I think is like somebody to look out for in the coming years because she's only going to improve with age and she's already so talented like her match uh, at pro wrestling revolver against Ruby Soho was so good and like. She's had a lot of really, really good matches as of late. Uh, And also, you can catch her if you've never seen her before on IWTV on Naptown All Pro presents Ultra Light Beam, which should be up by now on IWTV. She teams up with uh, Bradley Prescott IV to face the Delinquents. So you should definitely watch that match. Yeah. Most definitely.
0: Uh, next part, uh, I want you to list top 10, your top 10 wrestling games that you've ever played. Like you, you don't have to be in no particular, world, but
1: just list. Uh, ten. All right, bet. Let me, let me, let me think of this real quick. SmackDown versus raw. 2006 is always my number one. Like Oh six is my number one day of reckoning. One is always my number two. Like those two kind of interchange a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. but I always say that that's my one and two, uh, day of reckoning two is also up there. So I'll put that as three. uh, Smackdown versus uh or Smackdown versus Raw 2007 I'll throw on that list not in any particular order though for a fourth uh Smackdown Here Comes the Pain as a fifth uh I I will say this is a hot take Smackdown Shut Your Mouth is also on this list for me a top 10 I think Shut Your Mouth is better than Here Comes the Pain uh so I'll put Shut Your Mouth up there um i'll put uh so that's six i'll put uh no mercy on there just for like how crazy the modding scene got and like that aki engine is still, it's still really there. really good like, it's the still, scene it's still still- oh absolutely shout out, to, uh, shout out to my uh, my dude tyler black mods man he he is yeah. one of the my favorite like modders on the no mercy scene he's such a good dude like shout out to him uh and also yeah shout out the fucking pwm man shout out to sick rips much love to rips absolutely love that guy uh WWE 2K19, I think, has to go up there because uh, of the modding capabilities that that game ended up getting, as well as uh, there's so much, like, like it kept the lights <laughs> on, Yeah, that, and, like, it has such a personal spot for me just because, like, that's the game I started on, as well as I love sim-style wrestling, and that game had all the shit that I wanted, like chain wrestling and all that shit. Uh, and while 2K22 is not perfect, I do think it's up there in my opinion and like top 10 of my favorites. I think I I love 6.5
0: out of 10. Like it it, it could be better,
1: but it's good. I think, I think I gave it like, I think when it came out, I was saying that like, it's one of my favorite games in the past 10 years. I think I stand by that too. I mm-hmm. think it's so fun to play like just picking up the controller and playing it I think it's one of my favorite games to play it did take a little bit to get used to like the fucking Mortal Kombat system but <laughs> like and I'm 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 not like too big of a fan of the Mortal Kombat system they got now but I, I do like the gameplay of it a lot cool. uh and then for the last one I'll say Smackdown versus Raw 2011 uh, that physics engine that was only in for 2011 was really was that the Apex funny. Predator technology No, nah, no, nah, that was that was W12. That was that the was year after. Oh, yeah, that was god. when they that's when they fucked up the weapons physics. Oh, the, okay. 11 11 was the first game with universe mode. Uh the mode that does not get shown enough love ever and I you hope know, to god And, I, and um, I've actually
0: said it on my last Reddit video. I said, "Yo, if you're not going to give it love, just put it out of his misery." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope I hope to god that like they they do something crazy with it soon. Cause like the fact that we've had this mode now for over a decade and we've still never seen it go online is bonkers to me. I can't believe they've never done it. Uh, but yeah, that's probably my top 10. I mean, not in any specific order other than the fact that SVR06 is my number one. That's my baby. I love 06. I, I think I have two SVR.
0: Yeah, No, I have, no, I, funny story. I was supposed to get SVR06 and 07, but they, for some reason, GameStop gave me two svr's oh seven crazy. i was i was heated as hell i was like bro i wanted oh six why the fuck where the fuck is my crazy <laughs> but um if up to you what content creator like if it like i know you're doing commentary and all this stuff but what content creator would you move to the end of the earth to collab work with a project on because i know you you talked about you love collabing with a lot of people like who would you say you know what i got mm. to do it I like we are guy. we are we talking about
1: wrestling specifically? It don't or have or to be. Like, it don't anything? have
0: to be just wrestling. It could be wrestling. Be hmm. in general,
1: like, I mean, in terms of like in terms of content creators, I I'll give two answers for this. I'll give a wrestling one specifically, and then yeah. I'll give I'll give a non wrestling one. Uh, specifically in terms of wrestling, uh, I've, i I want to do a video with Murphs like really bad uh mm-hmm. i have a couple ideas that i think we go really crazy for like collabs i'm just like i've been super busy so like i haven't really reached out to him and asked him if he'd be down to do it but i've always thought that like me and murphs could do some fucking heat together mm-hmm. uh so i think i think murphs on the wrestling side of things uh in terms of like wrestling game stuff uh in terms of like just any content creator uh Fuck, man, there's there's so many people that like in terms of what I watch, there's so much like people that I watch right now. Uh, I don't know if this really counts as like content creator, but he's also had a YouTube channel for like fucking almost like a decade now. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a skateboard filmer uh, named Devante Jolly. He put out a uh, video called Godspeed by Devante Jolly, which was all of his homies just fucking skateboarding. It's one of the coolest skateboarding videos that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and the way he films, the vibe that he brings, like Devante Jolly, in, in terms of like how he films shit and the good energy that he keeps on his dudes that are skating is just so cool. And I feel like I feel like it'd be a vibe to like do something with him. I don't know what it would be, but that's something like because I I've, I've been cracked out of my brain for the past two months now trying to figure out like how can I do skateboard filming for wrestling, <laughs> but <laughs> wrestle on a skateboard. <laughs> But yeah, like uh probably Devontae Jolly if I depict somebody like not okay. in the wrestling room. Okay, cool. Uh
0: well that I, I think we've had quite the conversation for this uh ring. Hey, I'm I'm down to keep going if you want. It's I mean, up to you. Hey I ain't man, do, I ain't doing nothing. It's I mean, I don't ran through all my all my list, but uh I mean hey, I, you 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 telling me you can't improv?
1: You don't you ain't got you you know you what got, you got you got Phoenix Knights right here. You don't even want to ask him? I'm just kidding. <laughs> But
0: no, one thing I kind of wanted to really like divulge on really was mental health. Cause I know like we always, we always had that, we've always had that, uh, that conversation or at least like a lot of people don't really understand the conversation that we that as a, whether it's a creator or as a human being. To be, to pull back the tape a little bit, how has your mental health been as of, as of what?
1: I mean, like, so, so for anybody that like follows me and stuff like that uh ever since I've started uh in terms of like being in the public eye I guess uh I've always been a big advocate for mental health because to me uh growing up like I never saw anybody talking about shit like that uh and like I never knew that it was normal to like feel like like mental shit like that like I never knew that other people were going through that I never knew that like other people were having issues like that and shit like that so I've been I've made it a big thing of mine to, uh, always talk about my mental health and always talk about like, if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling like, if I'm feeling like I ain't shit at the moment, like I go through imposter syndrome a lot, uh, where like, I feel like that, I feel like I'm not like good, I guess. <laughs> or like I'm or like, I'm like, I'm like somebody else or like, I'm not as good as like, I act like I, my accolades could like show that I am or anything like that. Uh, I go through imposter syndrome a lot uh, with like shit like that. But in terms of like mental health, like I'm always a very big, very big advocate of saying like, hey, I'm not okay right now, but I will be. But like right now, I'm just not in a good spot right now. Uh, Recently on like on social media and stuff, I've said that like I'm not I wasn't in a good spot like now I am like I'm fine now. But like for, for like a solid like two, three weeks to a month this past month, like I've just been. That, like, I think September 2022 will go down as, like, one of the worst months I've had in, like, pfft, probably, like, four years, maybe, four or five oh. years of just, like, me just being down and, like, fucking out, basically, of, like, just not wanting to do anything, just mentally being fucked, just, like, having, like, a lot of shit on my mind, Uh, but I I feel like I needed to go through that because now, like, the the mental clarity that I have, that I've had for, like, the past three days, at least, have been really, really good, and like uh, uh, a big part of my brand has always been like stay true to yourself and don't let nobody tell you what the fuck to do. Like uh, a big part of my shit is like I have an entire action figure setup behind me. Like the shit behind me is a fucking action figure setup like that. Oh sweet! Like, you can't you can't see it, but you can kind of see like the fucking action figure stage like right there with the ECW brick wall and shit. Like it's diorama and all that shit back there. But like I post a bunch of figure photography on Instagram because I don't care. Like I have, I, I don't believe in that whole concept of I need to like fake my personality or like, I need to fake, I need to fake who I am just to get views or clicks or anything like that. I'm a fucking geek who loves wrestling and wrestling figures and wrestling video games. Like that's me. That's my personality. Like I'm very proud of that, that I don't like, I don't fake that shit. Like, I still take pictures of, like, my Sammy Guevara figure doing a springboard, springboard cutter to, like, my John Cena figure. Like, I got a Cassius Ono figure that be throwing elbows on the fucking, the custom fucking uh, Phoenix Nitro figure that I got on my desk. Like, Sweet. I got, like, shit, I just dropped oh, those. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, fucking, uh, you know, there's your Twitter clip. Fucking, uh, I take a lot of, like, just a lot of pride in that shit of, like, I know when I was growing up that, like, I would have appreciated seeing like people saying, Hey, I'm going through something right now because I never saw that. I never had somebody like that. I saw that I was looking up to being like, Hey, I'm going through something right now. Uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like that, uh, off of Kendrick's last album. Like I've been going through something, you know, like, like I've been going through something (laughs) like I've been going through something for, uh, when I came back and started making content again, uh, The original, the original idea that I had uh, for the, for like my return video was going to be the intro from uh, United in Grief by Kendrick Lamar of, I've been going through something like, 1855 days i've been going through something like i mentally i've not been there for the past six months but i'm good now like i'm like i'm you're never 100 percent with this shit like there's always bad days it's a roller coaster at the end of the day there's ups and there's downs and we live until we die and that's just the fact of life no eli drake uh <clears throat> like right. you you you're never going to be a hundred percent. You're never going to be at the tip top because no matter what life always has a funny way of like just the peaks and the valleys, the ebbs and the flows. And when, when you start to like, when you start to like, start when you get more and more age under you and more experience of life and you under your belt, you start to realize that a lot more and like st- things start getting put more into perspective and things of that nature. But Uh, that's something like, I've just been really, really big on is the mental health stuff, man. Like, I feel like sadly, uh, growing up, a lot of people have always seen like shit promoted in the media of like, you gotta be like this. Like, uh, you gotta be like that. Like, I know, I know what happens to like, I know what happens to women a lot of like, objectifying and things of that nature in media at like such a young age that like people think they have to do this or that and like it fucks with your mental like yeah. same thing with like shit we watch pro wrestling Dude, yeah. i fucking see randy orton when i'm fucking eight and then now i'm pudgy when i'm like old i'm like damn bro i don't got abs that's crazy <laughs> like it's like shit. Like, yeah like just like little shit like that like like it just fucks with your it fucks with your head now that ain't the reason why my fucking my shit be happening all the time but like it's like i wish that there was just i i try to be what i wish i had whenever i was growing up and i feel like i feel like there needs to be conversations about mental health uh especially nowadays man with like Mm -hmm. especially if you look at like stuff like suicide rates and things of that nature like i feel like we all need to talk more and we all need to like Check in on your homies, man. Even if, even if it seems like they're okay, just reach out to them at least it, at least once a month, if not once a week and just be like, Hey bro, how you feeling? How you good? Like you, are you, are it you It took all
0: right? me, it took me, I think it took me into, well into my twenties to get to that point because I know yeah. at a young age, I was forced to grow up mentally. Like, yeah, like not that many father figures in my life. Uh, the one that I had, he didn't really do a good job, in my opinion, to the point where it's like I want nothing to do with him. Um, but it's like and it got to the point where I was holding that shit in to the to where people was like, hey, you need you need a father figure. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm doing good. No, nah, in reality, I wasn't doing good. So I didn't really have too many examples. So it's like once I got into well into my 20s, probably 23 is when I was like, you know what? I need something needs to change. And now that I'm going to be 28 in, in this month, it's like I feel like that 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 light went off when I was 26 that I'm like, okay, maybe I need to stop bleeding so much and take a step back and follow. Because once you follow and once you manage your mental health, because it'll be a few times where I'll be sad. It'll be a few times where I'll be depressed. It'll be a few times where I want to punch. Because it was literally, I don't think a lot of people know this, but 2011, 2012, I believe I was cutting myself. I actually still have the scar on my arm where I cut my. It, it's not as clear as it was back then, but I was actually cutting myself to, to hide my hide my shortcomings because it, it was around the time where I first started YouTube as well. So it's like I was, and that YouTube was YouTube. How did I get into YouTube? It was literally my outlet from being
1: in my own head. Yeah, that, so that's a hundred percent like with me as well. Like in terms of that, like i i feel like youtube for me is a great escape like that and that's something i recommend to everybody in terms of like find your escape find your peace like what like wrestling for me is a big thing for that like especially yeah. th- th- this is the number one thing how like, many times oh, i used
0: to get picked on for liking wrestling that's like now that i'm older i'm like i don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, the, that's another big reason why like nowadays like i don't give a fuck anymore because like when i was in middle school when i was in high school like I would like, I would always be like shy about like liking wrestling and like wrestling being my shit. And like, that's my biggest thing that I love. But like nowadays I'm like, fuck that bro. I, if you don't like me because I like wrestling, I don't like you. Like you're so <laughs> exactly. like if you're, if you're artificial like that, bro, like I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Like, and and they'd be cracking me up. Like
0: they'd be like, Hey, you like that wrestling stuff, but you know, that's the, the, the F word. They like to say the F word. I'm like, so, so is MCU. So is yeah, bro. I was like, what are you, what so are, is, are you talking, what are you talking about? about? The, the, you know, that yeah. shit that you're wearing right now, the DC shirt that you're wearing right now, it's the same, sh- bro. Just, just stop. <laughs> if you like it, cool. If you don't, you can go on. Like, like, my circle is already tight as it is. You can, you, you can leave, and you can loosen up the the tightness in that circle, so we can get exactly. smaller. Like, it, I don't need,
1: it, I don't need all y'all. Nah, nah. It, yeah. It's like, it's a big thing too, for me, where like something like recently that I've started doing, uh, and I'm sure like some people have noticed it on Twitter, uh, I, I've changed the way that I like use social media a lot now. Oh, me too. Uh, I, I make it now. So only people I follow can reply to me and like uh, something that a lot of people don't know about. Like, I mean, they do now. Cause like I've made it known because of how fucking pissed off it made me. I was getting death threats, dog. And like, I was getting threats towards my child. Uh, when I started like when the W2K twenty two shit happened of me, Aaron and Brandon being the first ones to play the game, and then we gave our opinions on the game and stuff like that. And people started fucking bombarding me with like death threats, threats against my kid and my message requests and all this shit. And I'm like, You threatening a child because I enjoyed a game, bro? Like a video game. A video game. What are we doing here? But like video like what i've started doing on my social media as of late because i i'm the biggest this is my biggest issue i doom scroll too much i keep scrolling i just keep going until i see something i don't like and i'm like man fuck and i'm like damn it i did it again <laughs> so like now i've curated my twitter to where like i'll still like i still can see shit if i scroll too much but nowadays i only use twitter to get on get my tweet off. And then I go to Instagram. Instagram is where I stay at now because that's where I follow nothing but like figure photography shit. And then like a wrestler here, a wrestler there. Like if I went on my Instagram right now, the only thing that I see that pops up, like the first, like the first three posts that I see pop up is ringside collectibles, the wrestling figure site. I see deadlock pro wrestling advertising, uh, Mesa versus Imi Sakura happening on o- October 15th, uh, for the, the Carolina classic, uh, shot to the deadlock pro wrestling shot to Johnny and Paulus and Tony. Uh, and then I see, uh, I see soul Ruka, uh, on my, on my shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about any of y'all's bullshit like on, on Twitter
0: anymore. I use, like, I literally bro? use it. I literally use Instagram. Social, I literally use social media in general as a promotion. as promotion. Yeah, that's all like. like Instagram is literally me posting a collabs with my, me and my boy Highlight or me just posting like, hey, it's a new Reddit video. Here's a short that I got to upload everywhere. Like if you see a short on Instagram, you see it on TikTok. You see it on TikTok, you see it on YouTube eventually. So it's like, no, nah, I'm not losing my my shit over 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 comments and yeah. I, I set it up to where because i think i got I, it took me until last month to turn the tags back on where people can tag me in photos because i used to get tagged in some weird shit into <laughs> where i just say you know what let me turn this off for a minute because i'm tired of seeing uh someone's uh privates. <laughs> on my notification and then i'm at work and i open the notification and then i'm like oh shit
1: it's a puss. <laughs> so it's like fuck man like they're social media is weird <laughs> the the thing that i will always say and i will always say it like this i have so much respect for everybody that works a nine to five uh mm-hmm. but at the same in the same token uh what i do is not easy just because like that and i'm sure you've gone through the shit too where people say like oh you, what you do is easy like no it is not the mental the mental struggle like maybe physically it's not like i ain't fucking moving i ain't moving yeah. shit i i'm not i'm not at the grocery store anymore i'm not fucking moving pallets all my myself like, mm-hmm. i ain't doing that no more i did that i ain't doing that no more but mentally I'm jumping through more hoops than I ever have because I got to be my own boss I got to make sure my own schedule is set up I got to make sure everything else I'm doing is right I got to make sure that I never slip I, n- I got to make sure that the the peaks and the valleys of my numbers don't get to my brain which that's something that I'm still de- like trying to figure out as soon as you and click like, on YouTube studio that's the first thing you see I'm like bro nope. <laughs> and they got that shit set up where it's like oh yeah your videos one out of ten all well, you know when you hit ten out of 10, five videos in a row damn maybe I maybe I'm You know, maybe I'm washed. Who knows? Like shit like that, man. It like it fucks with you mentally. But like once once you process that and you get to the point where like when you process that and you get to the point where you're able to like you realize that at the end of the day, shit don't matter. You just gotta keep going. You just gotta keep pushing. You just gotta keep going along. Because at the end of the day, you're always gonna have dickheads that are who are always gonna try to bring you down, but at the same time, because it's human nature that we always notice the dickheads what for every one comment that i get that's fucking dickheadish there's at least 25 to 30 that are like positive and amazing it's just human nature that we only spot the negative it's only human nature that we spot like the dickheads but when you take a step back you take a deep breath and you realize hey there's a lot of people that are like they want me to win they want me to succeed like it's a good feeling to like have of that and like that's definitely something that's been helping out my mental too is like not getting too in my own head about like my profession and my job and what I'm doing and stuff like that. But a big, a big thing that, like, a big thing, like I said, that's helped me out a lot as of late is the whole way I treat social media now because doom scrolling is a bitch and like that's my big that was my biggest problem like for a year almost was like just scrolling too much and like now what up. i
0: do is if i get if i get like a hit tweet where where literally everybody is retweeting or giving their comments on it i'll let it i'll let it uh, curate a whole bunch of likes and retweets and then i'll just promote a, a the podcast or something under it and then i just i just move on because that's another thing i, I always recommend people to If you feel like social media is going to take up your whole mental capacity, limit and limit your your notifications. So now I have it set up to where if I'm not following you, I don't get notified that you commented on my shit.
1: Preach. That's the the, that was the first thing I did. So the very first thing I did was that when I changed up how I use my social media, that was like six, seven months ago. So now my
0: notifications is only you or anybody that I'm following is literally that's only it. But if if I'm not following you. I don't get your notification and, and Absolutely. then, it, and I would have to be bored or I'd be like, eh, I can scroll and I'll scroll and see something. But then when I, when I, when I get a glimpse of it, like taking a turn, I'm like, yep, that's enough. <laughs> that's yeah. enough of that. That's enough of that. And I'll just put will right. I'll turn it into a thread Like here, check out the Gresham Lee's podcast Or here. Check out my latest Reddit video or here, check out uh, such and such or buy this or whatever. And then I just move on. And if people Absolutely. click on it, they click on it. If they don't, they don't, but nah, w- social media and mental health. Like I think, I think I put out a random tweet today. Cause I always try to put out random tweets from time to time. Uh, I said, uh, it's just social media, chill out and eat a Kit Kat.
1: <laughs> Cause, it be people,
0: cause I, I swear I stay p- seeing people just be losing their shit over the simplest stuff, especially wrestling. Sometimes so I'll be like, we all love wrestling like the next person, but sometimes y'all make it your whole personality to be an asshole. And it's like, come on.
1: And everybody wants to be contrary just to be just to be on the contrary, bro. It's it's they want to be contrarians just to be on the contrary, and it's the wrestling Twitter, I believe Twitter or social media really. Social media is the, like one of the greatest things to ever happen to to mankind because it gave everybody a voice. Social media is also one of the worst things that's ever happened to mankind because it gave everybody the, the a voice. It it's one of the worst things ever. And it's one of the best things ever. Like there's so many people who have now made it and made something out of themselves because of social media that I feel wouldn't have gotten the opportunity without social media. However, sure. like myself included hundred percent, however, there's so many dickheads and so many <sighs> assholes and just so many people that thrive off of being pieces of shit. And it's very, very, very taxing to deal with on a mental basis like the death threat shit that i went through and all that shit it's just like fuck man like, what are, like what are we doing here Over like what are we doing and it's like death threats are not cool in general but it's like over a video yeah. game Yeah, it's like, Come bro, on, bro, like honest, bro like and to be honest bro like the shit with me didn't even really bother me like i don't give a fuck you can say it bothers fuck me fuck. Like,
0: because I, i'm an uncle and I don't oh, no, care- The shit
1: about my the shit about my kid was the number one thing that pissed me off. That was that, the one that pissed me. When off.
0: you told me that the first time, I literally stare into a hole. It's like I don't even know you like that, but it's like as an uncle and someone who possibly wants to be a father when you see someone come at the kids, you'd be like,
1: that's like, bro. All right. You'd <laughs> you
0: yeah. be like, all right, now who's who, who trying to fight? Like you, you'd you, you be sitting there greasing up your, greasing up your elbows. Be like, all right, let me, let me, let me find out this IP address right quick. So we can uh, handle this face to face. You want to, you want to throw me now? <laughs> but nah, it, man.
1: It's one of the, it's one of the dumbest things that I think I've ever experienced in terms of like my content creation career was definitely that of like, Fuck, man! What are we doing? And yeah, then doing when here?
0: you call them out on on their on their bullshit, they want to play the victim, like, go, even, oh, like, oh, you're, oh, you, like, you're calling, you're calling me out to your millions of followers,
1: okay? Like, and? like, it's it's that on top of like also like they? That's what they want. They want to be like that validates them. That yeah. so like that that's what that's what I do now is I just ignore motherfuckers for the most part. The <laughs> The, the, the one thing I do regret high key is like that tweet that I put out where I did screenshot, uh, I screenshotted that shit where that person did say this shit about Brandon because I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, you need, you're right. You only, you need Brandon's coattails to ride. Like oh yeah. And shit. I
0: was like, Ooh, I like, smell a hater. That's what I, I think like, I replied. I said, Ooh, yeah, I smell a hater.
1: <laughs> it's like, I wish I didn't screenshot that and post it, but I had just woken up and I was like, one of the first things I saw. And I was like, I wasn't really thinking, thinking, I just posted yeah. it. And I was like, fuck it, whatever. And I was like, fuck, I really shouldn't have done that. Cause like, all that does is amplify like what you don't like, like what you dislike, I think. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it, it makes people know what gets under your skin. So then they'll just say it and then they'll just purposefully drive at that. But it's like if you it's, it's the same thing with bullies at school, I feel yeah. if you don't give them what they're looking for. They fucking shut the fuck up and move to the next person. If you don't validate what they want, if you don't give in to the childish ass antics, they're going to just move to the next person because they want attention. If yeah. you don't give them attention, they're not going to give a fuck about you anymore. And
0: then every time you look into, the, into like their backstory, 9 not of 10, they don't get attention at home. So they know, hey, I'm, I'm a big guy. I can bully this person and get all the attention that I think I want but then don't realize that hey you probably just created a life lifetime enemy because you you're being an asshole
1: exactly it's like it's like fuck man like there's bigger issues in the world that like like that we deal with like i'm i'm very very outspoken on twitter about like a lot of real world issues of like it it's a travesty to me that like it's a travesty to me that there are people, there are minorities. there are uh, there are sexualities and like all this type of shit that purposefully get sought out after for violence, fucking criminal shit and all that for no reason other than the fact that they don't look like someone else or they don't have the same values as somebody else. And it's like, how the fuck do we still deal with that shit in the world, bro? Like eh,
0: it's as a, as a as a black man, I but it I already know I, I like I literally this is how I survive in life. I was like bro, I already got three strikes. I'm a man, I'm black, and I live in America. And it- <clears throat> that's as real as I can get, like,
1: it, you gonna- it's one of those things where, like, it's one of those things where, especially, like, I, I think about shit like this a lot, too, like, because, obviously, like, for those of you that don't know, my son's mixed, uh, so, like, I think about shit like that a lot, too, like, it it's a, it's a spot where it's, like, fuck, man, like, there's so much shit that I be thinking about, like, alongside of, like, things like that and things of that nature, and, like, people people that don't realize like like white people that don't realize like privilege and shit like that it's like shut the fuck up bro like you're so fucking like you're dense dog
0: (laughs) like some sometimes i'll be telling people who i'm like bro you know like people on this be trying to figure out why i say no comment was an option it's because that is always an option like if you don't it's like if you don't read out what you about to say and actually read out loud say maybe this doesn't sound like maybe this sounds dumb as shit Maybe not. Let me not say that. So, no comment is definitely an option. So, I, that's my number one like response to everything. I'm like, no comment is was was right there. It was literally it was it was scratching at your ear to, for you to pick it. No comment, because your privilege is shown.
1: Yeah, Shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> it's like fuck, man. Like the like one of the one of the biggest things that like I talk about too on my Twitter a lot is like just seeing like how fucking much of a. Dickhead people are to like like trans people like it's so fucking like what are you doing, bro? Like, shout out I, Daphne, I love... shout out all yeah, these absolutely. people. Absolutely, I'm I love with. Daphne. Uh, I love Daphne, man. Like Daphne's one of the coolest people in the community. I think. Like I, it it bothers me so much, man, that we still. It is 2022. It's almost 2023, and we still live in a world that like, for for all the and shout out bullshit, Nala Rose oh absolutely like like uh, it's all for all the good shit in the world it's like
0: you know how many people had to block because i'll say i'll be like, i will say simple stuff like she and i'm like oh, man, it why, fucking or, makes
1: people mad and it's like why, why are what, you doing? going out of your way
0: what are you doing like,
1: bro, <laughs> like why 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 are and it, you know it's always the same motherfuckers it's always some white dude with glasses in his fucking profile picture that's holding the phone too close to his face like it's always it's like bro like what are we doing here like Y'all, y'all are fucking just, y'all are, y'all are fucking racist. Y'all are fucking homophobic. Y'all are transphobic. Like get the fuck out, man. Like that shit pisses me off so much, man. Like and-
0: people act like a straight man can't be friends with people in the LGBTQI community. Like bro, man, I'm, so-
1: straight, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm straight as a line, but it's like, you're not gonna see me being a, an asshole to Daphne because she was born another way. And she chose to be who she is now. You're not going to it, see me do that. It, it's not going to happen because I'm not an asshole.
1: <laughs> as, as somebody who came out on Twitter as pansexual a couple of years back, I believe. That I remember was that. Two, I think I remember that. Was, I believe it was like two years ago now. Was it 19, yeah. 19, 20? Might have been. It was. It was, was it during when... the height
0: of the speaking. Was it during that time? No, or?
1: no, it was It was before that. It was, okay. it was like, it was a couple months before that. Okay. Uh, it was it was 2019, though. It was OK, 30, 2019. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was before it was before I went to wrestling school uh, okay. for the first time. So uh, when that happened, like so many people were like like obviously there was like a bazillion people who were so supportive and everything. But like then you just see like a few dickheads and it's like, bro, like, what are we doing, man? And like that's that's the thing that's like always funny to me is that like i feel like a lot of people because like obviously i have grown in numbers and shit since then so i feel like a lot of people don't realize that about me so like they'll say some fucked up shit i'll be like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) a lot of people a lot of people don't
0: really remember it now because the original incarnation of this podcast i actually had a co-host who who basically said some transphobic shit that i didn't catch at first and like i it's like i caught it but then i didn't process it until it was over well he was like uh china he he basically called cuz we i think we was talking about china or something and he, and he and he was like china's a man or something some some shit like that and i was like what the fuck so i i literally had to take that entire episode down and that was one of the catalysts for me rebooting the entire podcast because for those who don't know i had over 100 episodes but a lot of the shit i was like i can't continue to do this <laughs> because not this way because I, I need to i need to guard who i let on my show how yeah. i present myself and we're here at the Gresham on Podcast or here at the Freeopedia brand we are inclusive we don't we don't discriminate because it's like you want to treat people how you want to be treated if you don't want to be if you don't be treated like shit treat everybody who comes across you like they are a human being and i and i try to say this to people who don't need necessarily agree with their lifestyle it's like if you don't agree with their lifestyle here's this beautiful thing that you can do and that is minding your damn fucking business that's literally all you have to do you don't you don't have to say nothing you can literally be like what that happened and just move on like people who like to raise saying about same-sex scenes and tv shows or or wrestling whatever i'm like bro you do know if I feel like it's too much, me personally, I just turn it off. I don't think about it. I just turn it off. I'll be like, "Look, well, that's a Bro, little bit too much. Even
1: <laughs> even like even on some lesser, like lesser serious topics of that, like motherfuckers who complain about like wrestling, like I hate the young bucks, but I watch the young bucks and I complain on Twitter. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just don't watch their shit if you don't like it. Like <laughs> the remote. The remote is in your hand. You can click to something else. I promise you. You don't there. Tony Khan ain't in your crib with the fucking Glock to your head, bro. I promise you. He's not telling you to keep watching. Like you can turn well, it off.
0: It's a few t- Young Bucks matches that I was like, oh, okay, I, I fuck with that. And it's a few that I was like, eh. It was a Young Bucks match. I'm not gonna be on Twitter, like, oh eh, fuck the Young Bucks. I'm like, I'm just gonna think about who's who I feel is better. I'm I lean more towards the Usos than the Young Bucks. So you're going to see me praise the, young, the Usos, but I'll give the Young Bucks their props. Yeah. You're not going like to see on, me.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, I'm on the other end of that. where like, I'm like, I'm so big into the Young Bucks. where like, I prefer them over the Usos. But like, there's no, like, that's the biggest thing. I think that like a lot of people, that's another reason why I fucking can't stand wrestling. Twitter is the, the tribalism of pro wrestling that people have. We're like, oh, it's AEW or nothing. Like, no, we live in like, the fact that there is so many wrestling companies that like you can watch wrestling all day every day all there is a wrestling product on television monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday
0: and sometimes (laughs) saturday
1: sometimes saturday and sunday there's sometimes a show on every day of the week (laughs) that you can watch it's like why the fuck do you have such a tribal like like tribal you, like
0: I, I try to get into impact from time to time. I'm not really a fan of their their production, like yeah. as far as like the quality. So I just don't watch it. I'm not going to say, you know, fuck impact. I'm like, it's some talented people that I've actually had the pleasure of meeting and following. And they follow me on social media that we've had the conversation with and i'm like yo go out and support them go out and buy their merch go out and do this i'm not finna say oh nah fuck fuck we don't watch impact over here no watch what the fuck you want to watch bro (laughs) and i tell my i tell my listeners all the time if i don't review a show don't that don't mean you shouldn't watch the show just it's just i'm taking a break me personally so
1: it's it's one of the most annoying things to me, man. It's called like being an
0: adult. At the yeah. end of the day, it's called being an adult. Grow the fuck up.
1: <laughs> it's, one my, it's one of my it's one of my biggest pet peeves about wrestling. Like is like fans and of how annoying as fuck certain people can get with that type of shit. And they be Whereas the main like, ones to be
0: trying to get a selfie in, at an airport or yeah. at a at a at a meet and greet. Cause you saw the shit with with Mercedes Renato, uh, Sasha Banks for those of you who don't know, where they was making a big sand about her wanting a distance between her and fans, like,
1: and bro, it was like
0: it, y'all. People. I'm like, bro, it's people. Like at the end of the day, they she she didn't feel comfortable with a, a lot of people up on her. <laughs> Absolutely. It's not it's not the
1: it's, it's like, not the bro, end of the world, bro. dog. <laughs> it like and. In- Going even further with like the that type of shit, it's like I see people all the time who are like, "Oh, I fucking can't stand GCW. GCW is like some of the worst wrestling ever." I'm like, "Well, then don't watch it. (laughs) Don't fucking don't like. Why? If if I don't like a song, I am not going to go on and on and on and on and make it my personality trait that I don't like something. Like there, there, there are certain content creators." Who make their bread off of negativity, and I hate that shit. I can't.
0: They do. They are in this genre right now.
1: (laughs) So saying, yeah, like I can't stand that type of shit. I can't like. Why? Why are you gonna continually shit on shit? And continue to watch, like you're making yourself look fucking stupid. Like there's somebody specifically I'm thinking of, but oh, I I'm th- we're probably
0: thinking about the same we, person.
1: We absolutely are, but we're not taking any trips up to New York. So let me tell you, we, <laughs> we, like we, we, uh, we're we're not in that in that. And in if that I am, state. I don't plan on crossing paths with you. So you yeah. know, like we're we're not in that spot where it's like fuck, man. We we have to continually do this stupid shit of continually watching something and like throwing it under the guard of like oh I'm reviewing this like you're you're an act you're a gimmick you're a character that specifically is thrived off of doing this for years and years and years and years same shit with Jim Cornette that's his character that's his gimmick that's his whole shit now is to just shit on shit that people like and when I saw continually makes him money like I'm
0: I'm an image I'm an image individual so when I saw that they had gray hair when I was thinking about doing this podcast, I said, I am not doing that because I want my hair to remain black as possible, as long as possible. I do not want to get wrinkles up, up over my forehead
1: getting mad at scripted sports. Yeah, like, why, 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 if you hate it that much, which I know they, I know people like that don't really hate it that much, because if you did, you wouldn't fucking watch it you wouldn't you wouldn't, but, you, wouldn't you, you wouldn't watch it you
0: wouldn't know the people's names you wouldn't do none of that stuff you wouldn't literally... devote
1: 2 hours to review it you wouldn't you wouldn't devote so you're to sitting through hours
0: a 3 hour review. show to devote 2
1: hours to shit on something it's like bro you're you're what? like that like that just that entire genre of like of people that do that type of shit where like they'll watch the show for 3 hours they immediately go live right after and then they review it for 2 hours it's like dog you're putting 5 hours out of negativity like like in your life like I'm sure you would have a much better time in your life mentally if you just back the fuck up but that again that that's kind of counterproductive to what I'm saying though because at the same time it's not what they really think <laughs> and that's the <laughs> biggest thing that's the biggest thing I fucking hate these days I that's hate that's why fake, I just mute I,
0: these people that's the, the mute the that's, yeah. I, that's the beauty behind the mute button that's why the that's the beauty behind the mute but I mute I I tell YouTube directly do not recommend me their fucking content do not uh, do do not show me their tweets do not like i'm not gonna give you sympathy because you you out here spewing negativity and then you want to play victim when you get called out because i'm pretty sure alexa bliss and baron corbin and all these people have called them out for for the bullshit and they want to play victim like oh i didn't it it was just a gimmick why are you playing
1: what like bro like fuck man like just like, and that's like, that doesn't even just like end with that type of shit either. Cause, like, I that's in general, seen, really. I don't know if you've seen the Malachi Black shit as of late. Like, I don't know if oh, you yeah. saw his, his Instagram live. Like, fully I've seen that. I've like, seen a
0: lot of that stuff. Like, I don't talk like, about it on the podcast for obvious reasons. Oh, Cause man. we're all, we're mainly here to talk about, to have fun and then the occasional mental health discussion like we're doing yeah. now. But yeah, we try to avoid that. But yeah, I've seen, I I keep up with pretty much everything behind the scenes as much as as much as I can mentally handle. And yeah, that shit is fucked up. Like bro, like his, he can't even his, enjoy his day off. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like his his Instagram live that he did a couple of days ago, where he just came on and basically was like, "Hey, stop fucking lying, bro!" <laughs> like <laughs> like what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> like I'm like I fucking feel that so much. Where it's like, cause that that's what happens with this type of shit, right? It's like People spew bullshit and because they have a following, because they have a fan base, then that fan base believes it is fact. And sadly, that's not how shit works. That's not because somebody says something first and it's fucked up because these days, and, and there's a lot of people, and like even myself, i been guilty of this at some points, like typically the first impression you hear of something is what you're then gonna think. If, if I were to tell you, like, I don't know, like Murphs YT13 punched a kangaroo, you would probably be like, damn, that's crazy. Murphs, why you punch a kangaroo? Like, you wouldn't look further into it. But, one day if you're like, hey, Murphs, why you punch that kangaroo? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, it's like, I didn't punch a kangaroo. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, I heard that. And he's like, and you still try to play it off like you're, you're right. And it's like, no, that's not how this works. You, like, i hate dirt sheets like in 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 that term like people people that report on the drama and shit like that i don't have a problem with like i I know a lot of people have a problem with like Meltzer rating matches and all that in my opinion it goes the same thing as like a movie review reviews are always supposed to be taking or like in terms of like ratings and shit like that right they're supposed to be taking as just that ratings in terms of Like you, you, it's not the be all end all. Yeah. You, well, no, not even that. Like you, you're supposed to like people in movies, Like you're supposed to find a reviewer that has similar taste as you. So that way you see their review on something and then you're like, okay, well then I'll probably think the same thing, but let me give it a shot. People that go, Oh, I can't believe this match was rated five stars by Dave. It's his opinion. (laughs) It doesn't matter. There's nobody that's here that's saying, Hey, here's the Guinness world record. For five-star matches. No, it's not. It doesn't matter. Who cares? You can PWI, make your own. You
0: yeah, can make exactly. your own.
1: It's just a review. It's just an opinion. Like the PWI, PWI 500. <laughs> exactly. That's Who cares? Who cares? It's a criteria based of certain people, of what they think. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just opinions. ladies. It doesn't and matter what you... <laughs> Got me out opinion. here hate, being like a I the wrong- I hate... I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I hate to be this guy to tell you this. There are no statistics for pro wrestling in that nature that there are in the NBA. There are no, there are no 3.0s. There are no point three oh. There's no field goal percentages. There's no three-pointers. There's nothing. <laughs> That's literally
0: something Dave Meltzer created in the 80s. And it's not even this. his
1: fault. It's just his review. It's just his opinion. Motherfuckers yeah. value it too much. It's like it don't too matter. Much it well, don't matter why it, are y'all it, i think it got to the opinion
0: it got to the point where it's like you can't even as a podcast to say dave Meltzer without people
1: and, it's, so, and that's and like i'm gonna be honest that's kind of fucked for him because it's like it's not his fault motherfuckers put so much weight in his opinions and shit and this is just me saying this in terms of match reviews in terms of all the other shit where he covers drama and all that bullshit Fuck that. I hate that shit. I don't care about that. Yeah, In terms of like, in terms of just the match review side of shit of like, here's this star rating. Here's the, it's just a fucking opinion, bro. It don't matter. Why are you letting someone else, if Gresh right now told me I hate mint chocolate chip ice cream, I don't give a fuck. I love it. I don't care. I will still go to Baskin Robbins and that's number 72 (laughs) of the 31 flavors. The math don't equate, but neither does Scott Steiner. So we're cool. It don't matter. (laughs) <laughs> like damn that this shit this should just make me want to shake somebody like you would be like off. I don't I
0: don't I don't like I don't I don't like mint chocolate chip cookie but boy, what more for me
1: exactly. <laughs> Like bro like just because like if it like people that are like people that are like anti weed and shit I'm like cool more for no. me I don't care I like bro like fuck man like y'all y'all motherfuckers that put too much weight into somebody else's opinion and life the craziest shit and like there is a uh, let me make myself very clear because like there is a strong difference between having an opinion that is a review and just being purposefully negative and being purposefully spewing bullshit (laughs) that's just bullshit and like i feel like there's a lot of people these days who get away with just spewing bullshit and who get away with just spewing negativity and because people that are negative like that shit people then it sadly we live in a world where negativity draws more than positivity you will always see a negative story in the news before you see a positive story in the news it sucks but it's the way that the fucking human nature is sadly i wish it was anything but but those motherfuckers will continue to do that and sadly those motherfuckers who don't like that shit just have to deal with it and i yep. mean at the end of the day that's what i do i just mute motherfuckers because i that don't want everybody anybody no- i don't block <laughs> nobody no more because that that means they win <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> they yeah. take that as a dub and I'm like, they, they screenshot oh, you know. that shit
0: and put it on there like oh I, I guess i struck a nerve
1: bro people that like y'all be grown as hell blocked, it's like what are y'all doing people that celebrate being blocked by wrestlers and shit like like what are y'all doing? Like what are we? What are we if doing? If I'm here? blocked by a
0: wrestler, I probably I, I literally say to myself, I say, well, I probably I probably deserved it. I probably said some shit I, they not agree with.
1: You <laughs> you ever you ever randomly go on a on um, some wrestler's Twitter like you want to look up like some something off their Twitter and you notice your block and you're like, what the fuck? Because I have a funny yeah. story about that. I I randomly in the first Vibe House, uh this was the night or this was the day Edge came back at the Rumble. Okay. I, I, I went I went to go to Edge's Twitter and I was blocked and I was like what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what did I do? So I went to my Twitter and I searched the word edge. And I guess I put out a tweet that said my neck is like edge. But I'm like, my neck is litter. I have the same shit, literally. I'm not joking. The doctors told me it's the same thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean it, but like we we the same with it. Like I'm I'm hoping I get to come back soon at some point. <laughs> or something damn but like i'm like what the fuck happened like what happened what, what? <laughs> we were we were so perplexed in the house that day <laughs> we, we were so confused for like a good solid 12 hours until finally i was like fuck it i'm just gonna search edge and see what i said and i was like what though this is why this has to like what and then it made me wonder i was like damn edge was in his log cabin feet kicked up on the coffee table drinking out of a coffee cup typed in his name said this kid's making fun of my neck no i promise you bro our neck is the same i'm sorry i'm sorry i got dropped on my head it broke when i was in high school it fucking happened i apologize i'm sorry i'm sorry you gotta believe me (laughs) it's like fuck man like shit. like that's always funny though like there, oh, I know, because was... I know recently the Teddy Long shit was like the big topic. Yeah, that was a big thing. And I'm like, his his
0: account got hacked. <laughs> and and they, they was blocking people. I was like, oh, I'm not blocked. I'm good.
1: <laughs> Bro, speaking of Twitter accounts, speaking of Twitter accounts that got hacked. Did you see the Doc Rivers shit? That happened mm-hmm. recently. Oh, with the when he, all, he was like in
0: uh porn, when he was or like in
1: all, the, he was liking all the porn, yeah, and then like he came out, I was like I was hacked. I was like, hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. if you were hacked. I don't I know about don't, that, bro. I just think you old and you don't realize people can see your likes. And there are a lot of people. Let me just, let me just. This might be one of the closing statements here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can see your likes on Twitter. We see Please you stop liking the porn, man. And if you if you all about it and you don't have no shame in your game, we'll keep on keeping on. But I'm about tired of seeing y'all liking some freak nasty shit at three p.m. on the afternoon. It'd be three p.m. Go eat lunch. <laughs> Go eat dinner, motherfucker. <laughs> bro, sometimes it'd be at like fucking eleven a.m. and I'm like, bro, you ain't get breakfast. Like you, you ain't get breakfast. <laughs> so how you, breakfast? you ain't want breakfast? Like you ain't want waffles? No, no, you ain't want waffles. That's crazy. How's the pancakes. How was the pancakes? They were trying to get some pancakes on them likes. Let me tell you. It was- they like, try to put some maple syrup on it. They try to put the sausage link in it. It's crazy. I can't believe it, bro. It's like, like, here's a nice little tip. Uh, create you a second account that you no, can really- no, 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 no. Fuck that. Here's the real <laughs> tip. Bookmark it, bro. Don't like it. Just bookmark it. If you like it and you don't want people to know that you like it, bookmark it. I'll open my bookmarks right now. I ain't going to see not a damn thing except cause that I see pop up on my timeline that I want to see at a later date. And then I also see wrestling moves that I wanted to try when I was going to wrestling school. That's all I got in my bookmarks. But guess what? I didn't like them shits, but I knew if I clicked bookmarks, I would find all this shit real quick. If I look at my bookmark,
0: mark. oh, there's a twerk video. Never. Yep. So we, yep. See? Hey, you got to bookmark them.
1: saying, <laughs> <laughs> man. It's it's like, little-
0: please. I think Please the reason stop why liking. I stopped I think the reason why I stopped liking random shit too is because I'm I'm being followed now by a lot of check marks <laughs> so <laughs> that I probably want to work with oh. in the future so I don't want to run them off <laughs> so, so I'm like uh yeah let me chill on that right now so like,
1: bro. Like, but
0: all in all, cool. man, and, and to to wrap us up because this was actually a fun as a, a episode an interview with uh with my boy Dalton, uh, aka Phoenix Nitro. Uh, and all in all, social media is just social media. Learn your boundaries. Learn other people's boundaries. Respect them, and take a break. Sometimes you just got to literally just take a break from social media because some people literally create social media just because they, that's their life. They want to make that their life. It's, it's no take take a break, take a beat, calm down, eat a Kit Kat, eat a
1: Snickers. If you hey, if you hey all in all, take a nap. You know Take what I'm saying? Nice and speaking book. of Nap, one last time before we get out this bitch, I got to do it to you. Naptown All Pro on IWTV. That's independentwrestling.tv. Go get you a 9.99 subscription. Watch uh, Naptown All Pro presents Ultra Light Beam. By the time this comes out, it'll be out streaming on that platform. But on October 16th, if you are in the Indianapolis, Indiana area, make sure you come out to Dreams and Nightmares. There are nine matches on the main card. There's a big costume battle royal on the pre-show. You will not want to miss it. There's two big title matches including the independent wrestling world championship being on the line in the main event as ac mac defends against hoodfoot mo atlas and what is sure to be an absolute barn burner you of course got rico gonzalez going up against sonico you got thick and juicy 2.0 which features brooke valentine and willow nightingale going up against chase holiday and sean kemp you got isaiah broner going up against myron reed the delinquents featuring josh fuller mikey banker And Jet Jagori go up against Kai Faden and two mystery partners. You got MB Young versus Josh Crane. You got Jocelyn Navarro versus Sandra Moon. You got the Black Wrestlers Matters Championship on the line as JDX defends against D Rogue and Trey Shaw. And last but certainly not least, you got Canyon Cavern going one on one with Lazarus. Make sure, make sure, make sure if you're in the Indianapolis, Indiana area or the surrounding area on October 16th, you come out to the Far East side of Indianapolis, Indiana. the Far East Side Community Works building, and come say what's up to your boy. Hey, I'm glad I'm glad we finally got to come on here, man. I wanted this to go a little bit longer than what you usually do, just because we've been talking about doing it for so long. Hey, anytime, anytime you want me back on here, just let me know when our schedules link up. And hey, next time we kick it in person, we definitely gotta do one of these in person. That would be oh dope. yeah,
0: it, that's a that's one of our, my goal is to eventually get a spot here in atlanta for me and Swella to the link up so we can do the podcast in person because she's getting tired of doing it over the internet and i'm like yeah it, it, it podcast in room i feel like in room podcasts are more intimate yeah, and more it feels always. a little bit more better than internet uh yeah. you, especially if it's a shoddy internet some like sometimes some people's internet goes in and out but the in person is always better but uh if you guys have haven't tuned out by now because we 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 were chopping and chopping like I said social media take a break mental health matters when it comes to social media social life and life in general And if you don't agree with someone's lifestyle, ignore it or just shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. And with all that being said, you already know about NAP, N-A-P. Where can people follow the actual person behind the the, the voice of violence? Is that what was the narrator of violence? Sorry, the narrator of violence. Let me get that
1: right. The narrator of violence. Where can people follow you on social media if they haven't done so already? Hey, you can find me on all social media platforms at Phoenix Nitro. You can also make sure, make sure, make sure. And I will say this more so than my own shit. Make sure you go and follow Naptown All Pro on all social medias. That's at Naptown All Pro on all social medias. I, you can see me advertising on pretty much all of my social medias as well. That's what I care the most about right now. Aside from Vibe, which you can also go and follow Vibe on all social medias. That's V Y B E. Uh, on Twitter, that is we are vibe, I believe, and on this. Instagram, I believe it is we are vibe as well. Uh, you can find us on YouTube.com/vibehouse. Uh, that's V-Y-B-E House. I would hope you understand how to spell house, but uh, I appreciate you guys once again for allowing me to come onto this platform and talk to y'all directly with your boy Gresh. Make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure y'all buy that merch that Gresh got because that merch go crazy.
0: Uh, uh flexing season
1: because we flex we
0: like to flex over here we we, we some strong mofos over here but yo like as always if you haven't already make sure you follow the podcast itself at gresh unleashed that is everywhere that is on twitter instagram facebook you can follow your boy at josh gresham org that is on twitter instagram and facebook is joshua gresham org but all it's all the same vibes up in here and with that and all in all if you haven't listened to the audio format you can visit it over at www.greshunleashed.com that way you can leave us a rating leave us a nice little five-star if you haven't already that would way you could push us up in the category because according to youtube and all this stuff we have to ask you guys for that so i'm going to oblige and ask you guys for to hit that subscribe button and hit that follow button hit that like button wherever you see the option to make this go up in in into whatever the algorithms of whatever we post is at. make sure you hit that like button if you enjoy kicking it with your boys and your bros and your sis in, in regards to swell it as well and make sure you follow her as well as, as, as swell the bandit at three or you can just go Check out solo.to slash swallow so you can get all her links as well. And with that being said, you guys stay safe out here in the world of unknown. But as your favorite voice that does the most, I have to remind you of the one known, and that is you are appreciated and loved, and especially by me. And remember to always eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. We out be breezy, cop the merch. If you haven't already cop the merch, I am going to beg you until you cop the merch. Yeah, cop it.